0: Without these and without you, none of this is possible. They might have booed you when you came out here, but they respect you. Everyone in this business respects you because for 40 years, you have given blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifice to this business. Yeah, give it up for Regal. You love this business. And that's why I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, Good God! What the? What is wrong with him?
1: Guys, this is, this is too much. I, I, I don't know what to say.
0: I do. We got one question, my dog. How you feeling?
1: I gotta say right now, I am feeling pretty freaking
0: oozy baby! <laughs>
1: shit late to every episode late so much i'm gonna have to buy you a pregnancy test bob rude <laughs> i want
0: to be a podcaster yay His mother named c- kenta i'm
1: gonna call him kenta
0: dynamite drop in monty that broadcasting school is really paying off for you
1: <laughs> you're so high you don't even know it oh i'm a boy you ready for a scotch ad
0: we don't know anything <laughs> about him the only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses <laughs> <poor>
1: <laughs> That's flare! <laughs> Probably look like Jim Duggan digging the tape out of his crotch. Benoit, enjoy my wife.
0: That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No,
1: we're good. We're still recording. What a dick. I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard.
0: I need a minute to recover off that.
1: What kind of game is it?
0: War games! Let a war! War
1: games! I impressions. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark, Bark like, like a dog.
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 jinx! Holy shit. How did that
1: actually happen? Here we go.
0: Good wrestling day. It's Wednesday and you know what that means It's the Top of Wrestling Podcast And we're back for the lucky number 13th episode Of the never-ending Season 5 I am the Professor Mark Fantasia Welcoming you as always And we appreciate you listening, subscribing, liking, and sharing Whether you're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Pandora, Amazon, Fam- uh, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes Tried to go backwards and I fucked it up Ladies and gentlemen
1: It's ODM. Oh, you were finished. Will allow me to retort. What does Tiger Queen look like? What? (laughs) What ain't Country i ever heard of? They speak English and what? No, we're not going to do the whole bit right now. (laughs) We have done that before. We have done it before,
0: yeah. I love that you bring that up. Excellent, perfect way to get things going So, as you all remember Last week, I laid the challenge down Career versus career in the draft And we sent that show With a pretty little bow on it And that bow being him as our logo (laughs) Sort of With busting a nut on his shirt (laughs) By the way Just a great show last week Just have to say that Um, This show, it is just better than busting a nut But Tiger Queen says that he is not going to do the career versus career he is in this draft for life. And I'm like, it's really funny, man. You're running the draft and you were in last place. Again, as we said, the girl who didn't even give a shit and gave up halfway through the draft beat you. And you're also a wrestler. So here's the thing. I got to be honest. I sent it to you on the side. I don't care if he's listening right now. I I do not care. I'll say it with as much respect as possible, but bro, your website's trash and I think I'm not going to be in next week or next year's league just because of that alone. I couldn't sign up on my phone. If I cannot do it on a mobile fucking phone, an iOS phone, a regular uh, smartphone, I ain't doing it.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, I, you know, not to, uh, you know, kayfabe pal here, I did have a a little side conversation with him, basically saying the same thing, not necessarily about not quitting. Now, I did launch it on my laptop, and it was perfectly fine using the invite he sent. Why it doesn't work on a mobile phone, I have no fucking clue. I did tell him it was trash, though, (laughs) and I was like, listen, man. Straight trash,
0: Like like paragraphs are hanging over into pictures accidentally, so you can't read some of it. Um, it's just so many random tabs. I'm like, it, it looks like your, like your desktop, yeah. like what a desktop would look like, except it's a published website that you said, here, everybody, let's do this for the league next year. I'm not in. I don't know if I can't even do it on my phone. It's because I don't really get on my computer as much. Only I do it for work, but I, it's a pain in my right, ass. But man. then
1: again, what do you need to go on there for? The draft's just going to be a regular, you know, Messenger call. That's kind of? where
0: they're posting scores and everything. From now on, they're getting rid of all the Facebook so, stuff. That's I'll what tell sucks. you what the scores are then. Oh, you'll tell me that in the second or first. Okay. All right.
1: Well, <laughs> maybe that'll work. All right.
0: I'm gonna be like, you know what? I'm signing up under ODM. I'm just with him,
1: dude. Don't give him any ammunition. <laughs> We're you his don't... and her
0: account. Like on.
1: Yeah. Don't. 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 <laughs> not play. Just you know. You know what I should do? Yeah. Well, he said he's gonna shut the page down. But what? Maybe what I'll do is I'll just I'll tag him on Facebook with the scores and I'll tag you too. <laughs> just. <laughs> but dude.
0: What I'm saying is, this would be perfect. Either I think it'd be great if we do it like a whatever your name of your account is. Mm. It's, it's ODM and Midcard. It's like a join uh, Facebook. Um, we're not cheating on each other. Ooh. Facebook page.
1: <laughs> I like it. We just call it the top of wrestling. Done.
0: That's what we are. All right, let's talk real stuff before people stop listening. Um, it's this week. We got some news. We have bringing to the table. We have a personal favorite wrestler of the week. This week's top topic is going to be a fun one. I even prepped by playing some wrestling because this week we're going to be talking the top video games in wrestling history as well as, of course, the Monday Night Wars. We have the In Your House Degeneration X pay-per-view and Monday Night Wars to follow along right after. All right. ODM, what you got for news?
1: Well, I'll start with the first piece of news that I just I put in there just because I thought it was relevant to today's top topic. Uh, but CM Punk is to remain in the AEW Fight Forever game, so that is very promising. I'm sure it's something that's going to make both of us happy. Uh, and I can't wait to talk later uh, about the top topic and uh, how it relates to the new upcoming AEW Fight Forever video game. Not a sponsor.
0: It'll be really funny to talk about, like, the early, early years into, what, 2023 will look like for a video game it's it's mind-boggling with the amount of research i did into this i'm not kidding with you it's been a while since i've had to put a whole lot of elbow grease into some of the research that i did Mm. easily four hours worth of working on the entire setup with video games and what consoles and everything so i'm excited to talk about that nice um yeah i man i don't know with A lot of people are 50-50 on how the Bucks have been with, or the Elite, with their antics on Dynamite, you know, aiming towards Punk. The biting of the arm, things like that. The Buckshot Lariat, the mess-up one, mocking Punk's version against Adam Page. And even I was like, okay, maybe it is a work. I can't tell. I'm kind of back and forth. I don't know, man. I'm still a little weird about the whole thing, but I will say, unfortunately, unfortunately, you were wrong. The Elite won this past week.
1: Hmm. Oh, there you go. 50-50 booking at its finest.
0: Always. You know, can't wait to talk about my bringing to the table.
1: (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs>
0: up and coming news. What else you got?
1: All right. So, uh, you know, on top of you throwing down challenges, it sounds like somebody else threw down a challenge. So before we get to it, hit the fucking music.
0: The bills make me want
1: to shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout! Throw your head back and shout! Come on now. The bills are making it happen now.
0: Stand up now. Come on and shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursdays in a row. That's I know, different. Right? It's well in a even row more so. <laughs> My girlfriend sucked thirty seven dicks in a row. <laughs> Which by the way, if you haven't seen Clerks Three, nostalgic wise, worth the see. Um <laughs> so first I gotta say, I don't think I've ever seen with however much time what was the score? Give me it again. Do you remember? twenty four ten okay two touchdowns away and you could have tied it with just about two minutes left bill belichick with three full timeouts was like fuck it and all of a sudden the bills are kneeling and i go what the fuck? i've never seen belichick do this And yeah, my right? favorite picture that i got to see was someone holding a sign in new england bill belichick's favorite player or no Bill Belichick's number one draft for his fantasy league is Josh Allen or some shit like that. And I was like, (laughs) fantastic.
1: Fuck the Patriots.
0: Good shit. Good shit. Uh, But you're right. There was a challenge laid down. And, man, I laughed out loud as soon as I heard it. I haven't even revealed it to you, ODM. I said, personally, it would be great if the Bills win the Super Bowl. Because what I would like to do is I will personally put myself through a table. But I'm not an idiot. I'm not gonna be using the plastic ones that they all use at the in the parking lot and everybody dies and goes missing or, or, or over the top and going headfirst. My off. cousin Andy and I oh my my cousin Andy and I just talked about it at a, a party a couple weeks back and he was like, Either everybody undershoots, overshoots, or the table doesn't break, they land on their head. I'm like, look at I I have this under control. I know I have it under control of what I'm going to do. But Lil John messages me and says, Look, it could be a long shot, but if it comes down to the Super Bowl, Bills versus Eagles, winner puts the loser through a table. Damn. Now I'm like, and I go, Fuck yeah, it's a deal. Like five minutes later, it occurs to me, I am. He, I'm outmatched by like 298 pounds, man. Like he's seven foot tall. The dude's a goddamn beast. Like he looks like a fucking wrestler. I'm like, how am I putting him through it? I'm gonna have to ask him to stand on a ladder, and I'm gonna have to give him the finger poke of doom to put him through the table.
1: It's gonna have to be like Blackman versus Shane. He's just gonna. That's what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But. I told him it's on. So if for whatever reason it does actually come down to the Super Bowl, Bills, Eagles, loser is going to go through the table by the winning team's guy. I'm excited. As much as I'd love to
1: see you go through a table, I hope you don't.
0: No, don't, because it'd be the end of the podcast. All right, let's talk about more news. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, Roman Reigns was a little bit heated after the War Games match because uh, apparently Owens potatoed him. With a slap, uh, messed up his ear pretty bad. I guess he was, uh, had some ringing in his ears. Uh, he was a little unhappy about that. Apparently by the time he got back to Gorilla, it c- kind of calmed down a little bit. So nothing really came of it, but yeah, apparently he was pretty pissed off about it.
0: It was an unplanned slap too. Right. So, yeah, uh, you know, speaking of Roman and Kevin Owens, I do have to say, uh, with when we are recording this, doesn't matter. You, you guys don't need to know. Um. Today is the anniversary of Roman Reigns defending the championship against Sami Zayn on SmackDown. And where we are, it was one year later, and where oh. we, or one year ago, and where we are now with the bloodline, Sami, all of it. I'm like, God, man, just how quick a character change can be. You know what I mean? Like, and last year at this time, in December, Sammy's biggest obstacle besides this uh, this idea here was making Johnny Knoxville's life a living hell heading into WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, all that stuff. So it, it, this is awesome. It, it's I can't believe that in one year's time he's the most over guy in WWE. And you wait when he dethrones Roman Reigns, and Roman just faces The Rock for just a one on one title, and then we have Kevin Owens versus Sammy Zayn for the championship at
1: WrestleMania. Boom. Let's go. No, I still don't buy it, but okay. Uh, Speaking (laughs) of The Rock, I don't know if you even planned that segue, but if you did, it was a good one. Uh, There's a meme going around on uh, social media. It's basically The Rock at a 7-Eleven. It's uh, apparently in his uh, neighborhood that he grew up in, and he used to steal Snickers from there all the time, so he bought every Snicker (laughs) from that 7-Eleven. Did you watch the video? Uh, I actually didn't even see any video on the post-it. I saw it was just a photo of him smiling with all of the Snickers on the table.
0: Video is fantastic. He goes in and goes, hey, man, where are your Snickers at? I'm like, go to the fucking candy aisle. It's like four aisles in an entire fucking store. You had to ask the guy where it was at, but I get it. Whatever. Um, and he starts grabbing them all, right, and brings them up to the counter. And he goes, I want to buy them all. And as he's doing it, the guy is counting and trying to scan and count. And he goes, you know, I want to tell you, every time I was here when I was younger, you know, for every day for a solid year, I was buying it. And he goes, he doesn't give a shit. He's just trying to keep count. Even Rock roasted himself on it, which was fantastic. But then he turns and goes, everybody else, whatever you guys want, go ahead. What do you you have? And people were in line just with like some drinks, food, things like that. And he's like, it's on me. And he left the entire full grocery bag of snickers in there and said if anybody feels if you think someone's gonna steal or something like that offer one of these but this is on me for the store and it was his way of paying back to all the everything that he stole back in the day i'm like this is a cool story and i'm like what i think is just kind of funny i'm like when you add up the amount of it and i'm like what if all of a sudden someone just came to him with like a a felony arrest. Like I you've kind of fully admitted that you just stole for like a solid year. It's like cereal uh bur- no I'm, just, I'm kidding. It's Yeah. It I was kind of a right. cool you know, thing you know what the to best, watch.
1: Yeah, you know what the best part is? The store price sold them again anyway. Oh, I probably just have. put them back you on know the know shelf. That he, <laughs> could you imagine
0: the store clerk gets off the phone or as soon as Rock leaves he goes, "I got to call the manager. That seems kind of weird, man. Whole camera crew." And Tells him that, put him back in the shelf right now. Put him right back. now, <laughs> leave five in <on> the counter.
1: <laughs> uh, I good story. Yeah, no, absolutely worth worth the chuckle at the very least. You know, it's the rock. You know, you can't beat it. Uh, we can blow by this one. I threw it in there just for the hell of it. Uh, Tegan Knox has returned uh, with her rainbow bright hair, uh, which we haven't seen before. It's like she's aligning with um, Crazy Liv Morgan live yep uh so yeah she's back Let's see if that uh feud between her and dakota kai continues good stuff from back in the day i don't know if they should try to revisit it just yet let each person find their you know uh you know kai is with kai and sky and
0: mm-hmm. damage
1: control and that's you know that's a pretty good thing right now leave that you know leave that be and uh you know, kinda of let everybody get refamiliarized with Tegan Knox. She wasn't really on the main roster for very long. Who was she tagging with before she got injured again? It wasn't Kai. Um Shotzi? Might have been Shotzi. Yeah, you might be right there. I don't remember. That was a, that's how meaningless and how long ago it was. Right.
0: Agreed. <laughs> so move,
1: so moving on, something that we haven't talked about too much, we certainly touched on it a while ago, is Kodo Ibushi. Uh, he's been on the outs with New Japan for quite some time, hasn't really been in ring. Um, you know, a lot of weird shit going on there. Uh, but his contract for New Japan is, is set to expire in January, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, out of that. you think uh, any chance he'll show up in New Japan or New Japan AEW?
0: If he's smart, no. good call (laughs) you want to know why look at i'm gonna skip ahead to something this isn't even written in our news notes dynamite this that anything other than what this weekend is for final battle this past week on dynamite or maybe it was the week before i don't know whatever keith lee Slapped, or I am sorry, Keith Lee. I just punched the fucking mic, trying to slap. <laughs> yeah. Swerve slapped Keith Lee, and Lee left. Yeah, leaving him high and dry. And this this coming Saturday, they're gonna be tagging with each other at Ring of Honor for uh, uh, taking on a couple of guys. You know, that's my fucking point. You know what I mean? Like nothing is straight away great booking everything is completely turned upside down so if kodobushi was smart do not go to AEW although maybe he could go into noah i mean i don't know where he goes from right here i think if he's on the outs with new japan maybe wwe i could actually see that i mean he did do uh what do you call it um the cruiserweight classic he's had some matches with more than a giant chunk of the guys on the roster from styles to Baylor to Nakamura might fit in over there.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting. I wonder what is a uh, gimmick would be. Hopefully it wouldn't be, you know, too crazy. But then again, you know, the old man's not in charge anymore. So yeah, it's certainly a possibility. Interesting to see what comes of it. Lord Tensai jr. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't chop you the peepee. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to more AEW shit shows. Uh, Andrade, you know, we talked about him being off TV. Don't know if this is completely the reason. I'm guessing some of his heat or misusage is part of it, but uh, Andrade has had surgery to repair a torn pectoral muscle, uh, so he's likely going to be out for quite some time unless he goes Super Cena. But we'll see. Tore a titty. Okay. Yeah. There's a Charlotte joke in there somewhere. I'm just too lazy. (laughs) um. <laughs> Charlotte is Reed. I don't. Never mind. <laughs> and then the last bit of news we we kind of touched on last week. Dustin Rhodes uh, is announced officially that 2023 will be his last year in wrestling. That that headline is kind of misleading because it hasn't really said anywhere explicitly, uh, you know, specifically in Dustin's comments that he's not going to have anything to do with wrestling. I think, I think it'll it be his last match. In ring, Uh, yes. Correct. Uh, Participation. This will be his last year. I would still think he's going to stay with AEW and hold some kind of behind the scenes role. And, uh, like, you know, we've said it before, hopefully as a booker or an agent uh, that really needs to be taken out of Tony's hands before and the EVP's hands uh, before this company goes under. Because right now I feel like it's AEW, it's 1999, and there's one year left to write the ship. And I can't have a lot of confidence in that. Did you just give
0: me one of the best segues of all time? So on Dynamite this past week, they have apparently written off William Regal. So, great segment with MJF turning on him. Even I didn't anticipate it. He has the big uh, Burberry belt or Burberry Burberry big belt, whatever he's calling it. And Great, whatever. I was expecting something a little bit different. I was like, he changed the strap. Meh. I was like, I kind of wanted something like... Just a little better than that. I don't know. Kind of like a, a stone cold belt, The Rock's belt.
1: Uh, yeah, Cena but it makes or sense because it's a edge. scarf.
0: I get it. Whatever, but
1: man, <laughs> it's not good enough, man. It wasn't for me, no.
0: But the <laughs> turn was great. Uh, using the nux on Regal, the way he landed turned into a meme overnight. Funny things of how he's landed. Like one looks like Homer Simpson drunk on the ground. Peter <laughs> yeah. Griffin
1: hurt.
0: Uh, there's a lot of great stuff. I can see it. But, you know, a week ago, I was like, dude, he signed on, (coughs) came in in February. Why would he be out in December? But now the reports have, like, tripled that William Regal is heading back to WWE. And, wow. If there's ever a time that you don't want to get rid of someone that's a great mind and something that people actually look forward to every week, that sucks. I actually look forward to seeing William Regal on there when he gets out there and doing his, his thing. But now, yeah, where was, does the Blackpool Combat Club go? Now, where does uh, this MJF thing go? You know, now he's facing Ricky Starks in a couple of weeks for winter is coming. Eh, whatever. Right. I have a prediction about it. Tonight is the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. I hope he comes in as a masked wrestler and wins one wins more fucking time.
1: Keeps the ring. <laughs>
0: I hope great. he does. I hope he comes dressed as like Fuego del Sol, and no one realizes it's it's just MJF. You know what I mean? Like even if the commentators are like, "Man, looks like Fuego let himself go a bit." Whatever, whatever. I don't care. It would be great. Do it anyway. Uh, they kicked off Dynamite with Moxley coming to the ring, shrugging his shoulders, dancing around. Boom! Hangman Adam Page returns. No more concussion. And they have a huge brawl all across the arena. So he's back. Hooray. Exactly. Oh, my God. I'm so pissed off with, you'll see it in the logo. I am irritated <laughs> with Jade Cargill versus Bow Wow. Is he no more, well, he's not little Bow Wow, right? He's just the big Bow Wow. Well, he, he's he's growing he, yeah, up. He's
1: regular size now. He's regular size Bow Wow. He's the, he's the sh- medium size mang. Well,
0: it's stupid. I don't like it. I don't want to, oh my God, I haven't done it in quite some time. Hit the stupid thing. Stupid, 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 stupid. Do I have your attention? It's taken a long time for me to use that bumper. That's how bad this whole thing is. She comes out, oh, I'm I'm wearing dollar bills, everybody. Yay, my titties are draped in hundreds. eh. What does that do about wrestling? What does that do about your championship? What does that do about your fucking undefeated streak? Why are you doing this against a goddamn, I don't know, H-grade rapper at this point? Does he even fucking rap anymore? I don't even know. Does he bow? Does he even bow? Does he wow?
1: You know you were on a good roll. Keep it up. I'm going to hit you with the booze. (laughs) Hey, how come we've never thought of this? Jade Cardgilberg. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Done. That's as good as Bob Rude. <laughs> Jade Cardgill. Cardgill. Card Cardgillberg. Uh, well, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, um, that's be tough. What's crazy is that I turned Dynamite off when they did a tag team match with willow nightingale and someone else versus two other girls and i go this brought me to this are you shitting me and they go and up next jade cargo confronts bow wow go done mm-hmm. turned off because yep. i knew the main event was death triangle and elite so so everything i needed to i'm good except i they didn't go three and oh but mm, doesn't matter same match same record yeah nobody cares now, the WWE, Sam, well, at least let me talk about tonight. Tonight's actually a pretty decently loaded Dynamite. You have Samoa Joe defending his TNT championship against Darby Allen, And you also have that Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. But Acclaimed will be putting their tag team titles on the line against FTR. They're not winning. Nope. They're not winning. Nope. They're not, unfortunately. It bothers me so fucking bad, because you're which fucked. is
1: funny. Go ahead. You're fucked because the title should have already been on FTR, and if you decide to do it now, then what was the point of the Acclaim? You just buried them. You missed the pop when you should have got it, so you went ahead and did it, and then it's all for nothing.
0: They should have dethroned Swirly. Acclaim never should have had it. I mean, as much as I like the acclaim having it too, you know what I mean? Like sure. it was a good moment. I liked it in the moment, but now that I'm in long-term, I have to see where it goes to decide if I like the championship idea or the reign. This I don't because yeah, you, you really paint yourself into a corner. And you screwed FTR over. The only thing I look at it being is that right now final battle is this coming Saturday, <laughs> not night. Afternoon, I'll get into that in a minute. Um, and FTR is not on the card yet, so someone's gonna come in and screw them, and it'll be for the titles this coming Saturday. God, at Final Battle. okay, that's gotta be saying. it. That's gotta be it. Yeah, I don't. There's no way Darby wins a TNT title. Joe nope. just turned heel and is on a, a reign of terror. There's no way they're listening to our show this deep in. I can promise you that's someone you want to take right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, you got to think ahead. The guys who are going and just cleaning house and having squash matches every week for some reason, I think because Joe was off doing, I think it was movie work or video game voiceovers, one or the other. Oh, I think he's back and
1: now he's more dominant than he's been in years. I love heel Samoa Joe, and I think Allen's a good opponent for him. I think they can have a good match, and Allen can sell all of Joe's offense, get some hope spots in, but ultimately Joe remains dominant. I think that's a good matchup. Hopefully it translates to a good match on TV. I bet you Darby dies. (laughs) Not before Phoenix does. Then again, that's kind Uh, of a toss-up.
0: Man, they should just have a match against each other. Loser dies. Just go to the death. (laughs) Live or die, man. Oh, my God. Ooh, I like that. Uh, With the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, I'm just going to go ahead and say that my guess for the win will be Powerhouse Hobbs.
1: So this reminds me of uh, there's a Simpsons episode where they, they do Lord of the Flies, right? That's the whole episode. The kids are trapped on an island, and they institute their own government, and there's factions and everything, and then at the end, it all resolves, and there's a voiceover, and they're panning away from the island. And it says, and the kids were eventually fined by, I don't know, let's say Mo. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about the winner for the Battle Royal. I don't know, let's say Swerve. <laughs> it's it's going to be
0: <laughs> fucking the guy that just turned heel, pressed advance. Oh, uh, no, it's, you know, who's probably going to be
1: AR 15 or whatever the fuck his name is? AR
0: Fox, <laughs> AR <AR-15>. 15. <laughs> I will say I got to see AR Fox at that 2CW show right before they closed in Syracuse where I met uh the box omega and a bunch of the guys and he jumped off the top of the basketball backboard onto the box and a bunch of guys cuz you know indies he's pretty cool I like him but yeah it's you know it's it's funny because they it was so they it pissed me off I think it was last week they go and as of today, he's officially an AEW member, blah, blah, blah. But then the week before, after he had that trios match, there was an exclusive interview that I saw on Thursday morning, and they were like, and Tony Khan's officially just said that you are now all elite. And I was like, way to keep up on your own history, boys. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about bringing it to the table. Um, this coming Saturday is... Oh, wait, I got to go back up. I'm sorry. i um, Let's talk about just WWE for a quick second. Ricochet defeated Santos Escobar in the World Cup Finals. He will be facing Gunther. Sheamus and Drew McIntyre are set to face the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions, whoever they may be, after Raw from, I think, earlier this week, as the Usos defended against Riddle and Elias. F me and my A if Riddle and Elias end up winning the tag titles after all of this with the Usos. No, the the
1: Riddle... yeah, the Riddle experiment has failed miserably. You know, I was a big fan. I was really hoping he'd be in a position in the world title picture one day, legitimately. Yep. It just hasn't happened, so that's a failed experiment. Sheamus and Drew, I could almost see, like, being another bar. The bar.
0: Oh, I, I've i said it. I've been calling them as a, tag chan- or as a tag team, at least, for a while. I'm like, why not put them together? The history they have with each other, it just makes sense. And you're right, it is. The next bar, it really could be. Sheamus is, and it's funny because Sheamus would be a part of both of them. But it just goes to show, though, that he he's great singles, but I think he's I think he's better as a tag team guy. Shows less weaknesses.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, definitely. And you know, the, their tag division, we've said it. You know, there's really no good tag divisions anywhere right now. You've got good tag teams smattered about. Like yeah, titties on Nitro, but
0: <laughs> um. The best part, first, this was in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yep. The next night, they were they had a live event in Rochester. I think, I think correct. And Seth Rollins actually did a, a tribute, or at least got on the mic and said some things about Brody Lee in Sounds Rochester. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was really really cool. Um, Rich from the the radio show actually had uh, put up some pictures, and it. Show the in in that thing saying talking about Brody Lee. I'm like, damn, if there's ever a time I would have liked to have gone to a live show, that would have been the one right there. That's kind of cool. Um, and and but, what
1: faction were they in together in Ring of Honor?
0: Uh, Age of the Fall. Okay. And I can yep. never remember that. Yep, with Jimmy Jacobs. But Sammy not only faced she- uh, Sheamus on, uh, on SmackDown, but the Usos. Complete. It was all about Sammy because Sammy was trying to talk about how they dominated at war games. And he goes, it's because we had the tag team champions. And Jimmy goes, no, 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 no. I told you backstage. It ain't about that. It's about you. Because he did, man. He the, A lot of the shit that he did during war games is the reason Bloodline won. And you already have seen Sammy do his handshake with Jimmy and I'm sure you probably have seen him do it with Jay now, he did a double one with both of them on SmackDown and then began to dance hysterical. He is killing me, dude. It is like, you can't beat him. He's the, like, honest to God, the best thing going in WWE right now. You have to capitalize in some way, even if you let him win the fucking Rumble. And let's say Rock faces the winner of... Uh, Roman and Sammy, night one. I don't care. Do something with Sammy. Capitalize on him in this moment while you can.
1: What if, since both of the Usos respect him now, they free bird him in? Oh, my God.
0: That would be fantastic if that happens. And then he ends up losing the title somehow. There you go. Oh, my God. That's the reason. That's the reason they lose the title. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be fantastic, and it's funny because he they even said they go, "Yo, listen to the crowd, you hear him calling you, Sammy Uso," and the crowd starts chanting it again. I'm like, "That's something I called." I love it. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yep, makes sense. That would be really good, making him the freebird honorary Uso. Ooh, God damn, this is like my fourth time punching. the mic I apologize. Anybody <laughs> listening? <to laughs> You're that, that excited? It's <laughs> like the son of a bitch. So, all right. This Saturday, you have two shows. You have NXT Deadline, which is going to be those Iron Survivor Man 25-minute matches. I'll see what they're like at some point. But at 4 p.m. in Arlington, Texas, for some reason unbeknownst to me, Ring of Honor is having Final Battle 2022. It's maybe the earliest pay-per-view on a Saturday for really probably any promotion in a while if it's not in another country.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it's still, so, I mean, what, it's a two-hour difference? So it'll premiere two at Two hour? 4 p.m.? 4 p.m. in Texas. So it'll be no, it's 4 p.m. PM Eastern.
0: Coast. No, 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 it's 4 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. But it's just, Eastern. Oh, yeah, okay. so it's two, 2 o'clock in Texas, if you want to get real.
1: <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, that is kind of early. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about
0: that. I don't know either. Shows the <laughs> amount of stock know. they're putting into this. Well, uh, that's
1: a different story. Yeah. Well,
0: well, again, <laughs> the women's championship will be decided as Mercedes <laughs> Martinez, since she had won the championship, hasn't done anything with it. Oh, uh, and she's going to be defending against Athena. No buildup, no story. Welcome to Ring of Honor, everybody. There Next match go. will be the only one that has somewhat of a buildup. You have Daniel Garcia defending against Wheeler Yuta. This will be their 19th match. The TV championship, Samoa Joe, defending against Juice Robinson. Out of nowhere, but I'm on board just because I know that it will be good to to watch. But the problem is, both are heels.
1: Yeah, and I think Juice actually just got signed to AEW. He did. Officially, yeah. And
0: the match I was referring to earlier, you know, you break up and be like, well, we still got a match that's coming Saturday in Arlington. Uh, Swirly will be taking on Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey, whoever he is. Mm-hmm. But the world title... Well, okay, I'll give you this. Jericho Appreciation Society is all about being sports entertainers. There's nothing more sports entertaining than if you lose, you have to join our shitty fucking group. Because if Claudio loses in this Ring of Honor title match, he has to join the JAS.
1: It's Cena and the fucking... Nexus. The Nexus. Why? Claudio left to get away from that. Oh, that's right, because it's Jericho booking it. Never mind. Yeah, Jericho wants uh, wrestling to be an
0: Olympic sport, by the way. It is. No, 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 no. He wants professional wrestling to be done. He goes, you judge uh, ice skating, you judge all these things on pairs, why can't you do it with wrestling? One of my favorite comments that I saw someone write, they're like, because when someone messes up on their uh, figure skating thing and a team's thing, you don't hear the crowd chanting, you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they should. <laughs> that would be fantastic! <laughs> <are> wow, he... <laughs> brings you back to that uh, Nancy Kerrigan thing, man. Oh, that was a <laughs> why?
1: why? So let me ask you this: Why is the fake wrestling? I know I, it's probably sacrilegious to call it that, but let's call it what it is. Let's. Why is the worked wrestling, pro wrestling, and the wrestling where you actually have to know technique and you're not working with your opponent? That's a shoot is amateur wrestling.
0: Great question. So it begs the question. Even more, why is the professional one not in the Olympics? He allowed the amateur one.
1: Why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box?
0: I don't don't think I understand that reference. (laughs) Let's go to the table. Just bring it, bitch! Oh my gosh! I've been teasing this throughout the entire uh, first 30 minutes here. Kind of fed up, obviously, with AEW. I'm so glad there's so many other options when it comes to wrestling and other promotions and territories because, dear God, I, just when we thought we struck gold with AEW, we're like, we can't go wrong. Look at it. <laughs> and do you know what it's brought me to do? See eye to eye with Booker T. Shucky ducky. <laughs> quack quack. Dude, see the other day. He believes that AEW will be closed in two to three years. And I said that shit, I think, just about a couple of weeks ago. I said, I give him three years now at this point. Because you had said it too, I think. and then, Or we both said it. But now, here's me. I'm like, ah, oh, he's just sucking the tea to WWE. Nah, maybe he's a realist. Maybe he's a realist. You know, it's the, <clears throat> the honeymoon phase, right? We had the first two years nothing was technically wrong with aew but then you had the pandemic right and things like that and you're like you have grace but then when you have fans and everybody back and you're doing this booking it's gone to shit last yeah, good I- show that they actually did I gotta be honest and not tooting it because I was there but top to bottom was revolution uh, double or nothing had some shit that's where the our uh what, what's his name my uh, super freak the gif was born rick james that was born you know because of double or nothing because of how much dumb shit was happening it was
1: all terrible. out
0: i fell asleep for more reasons than another but then you know it's just it hasn't been fantastic man and, and it used to be but i'm actually seeing eye to eye of booker t you keep this booking going you keep that mentality where you're
1: allowing the elite to be childish as fuck then you're screwed you're screwed yeah, I could see by 2025 it just being another indie company with no TV deal. They'll have the biggest budget out of any indie wrestling company, but they'll have no TV. It'd be, it'd be just another impact or ring of honor. So why don't they just form, like instead of having a wrestling company, why doesn't he just oh, buy a TV, like an internet channel on YouTube and just have all your wrestling there? Because he has a lot of money.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he just... He, he wants to, he's deep down. He's trying to be Vince McMahon. Oof. Well, look what he did with the, the day that Vince was done and retired. And he goes, I'm the longest running promotion leader now. I'm like, you dick. That was the stupidest yeah. movie could have done. It's not yeah. even funny.
1: No, no. <laughs> Nor is he. A good All right. Worker. You
0: bringing anything good to the table?
1: I am. There is on uh the Peacock has a new documentary uh, on Teddy Hart. So oh I God. want to yeah, I want to read this. Yeah, I see you're shaking your head already. Um WTF
0: L O L thought he was dead.
1: <laughs> Sorry. W C F L O No, I never mind, just move on. Okay. You lost me there. That's <laughs> fine. I'll do that uh, more later. Th- three episode series. Uh it's called Dangerous Breed Crimes, Cons Cats. You gotta love a title like that. Uh, apparently, a filmmaker spends a year... Okay, so this is uh, the tagline. A filmmaker spends years documenting controversial wrestler and cat breeder, Teddy Hart. But the project is thrown into chaos when Teddy is accused of wrongdoing, as Teddy defends himself as protege and ex-girlfriend, Samantha Fiddler disappears. Uh, Fiddler was a 29-year-old wrestler, uh, mother of three, missing since November 19, 2016. Hart hasn't been charged with her disappearance. Uh, it's become a cold case. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Teddy Hart is Edward Annis, a member of the Hart family. Uh, Stu Hart is his grandfather Uh, He was signed to WWE when he was 18 years old Youngest wrestler to ever have a contract with the promotion Not surprising, part of the Hart family Uh, But he was dropped several years later And did not appear on the main roster Uh, Since then, appeared in several independent promotions Uh, But he focused on running a cat breeding business I don't know if that's like big cats or house cats Either way, kind of weird Is it a euphemism? I don't. Breeding pussy? So. No, I want. Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. You didn't have to say it. It was pretty obvious. Jesus Christ! Like WWE got to spoon feed the joke. Get it, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the name of the show? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Talk about the wrestler of the week. Fuck. You know, a lot of people think history is just facts. It's just information about the past. I know a lot of people like to believe that. I wish I could, but I was there. I wasn't here in a classroom, hoping I was
0: right, thinking about it. Well, pussies like you, we're back here partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs, listening to the goddamn Beatle albums. Ah! ah! Hey, 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 Professor, take it easy, will you? Oh. oh, come on, man! I wasn't that ready to be <clears throat> going into wrestler of the week. you are off here. All right, here we go. <laughs> You're up. you are up all right look at boom 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 kofi kingston look at something
1: stupid stupid
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's very fitting jesus that's really fitting and we're gonna get to that man wait till 2009 (coughs) when i first watched kofi immediately i was a big fan of him uh first time i saw him was in ecw's or wwe's ecw version uh, real name, Kofi Nahaji Serdoki Menasa. I tried everything I could to get that as best as I can. Uh, but he hails from, as we all know, Ghana, West Africa, and also Kingston, Jamaica, whereas I think the Kofi Kingston comes into play. Did a little bit of independence in uh, the, actually early enough, um, he was in a lot of the uh, Where's it? the Eastern Wrestling Alliance, the Chaotic Wrestling, so some of the local indie areas which are in New England, upper areas in the uh, upper areas of the United States. But, obviously, as I said, getting into WWE, first thing they do, start giving him not only vignettes as the guy coming in from Jamaica. They said, you are going to have a Jamaican accent took a couple years to shed that off and get a full blown American accent. I gotta say, he does. He does. He sounds really good. I can't. You would never have thought that he had a Jamaican accent. <laughs> One of the best things. I don't even know what year it was. Was when Triple H goes, "Wait, didn't you used to have a Jamaican accent?" On Raw, <laughs> calling him out. It was fantastic. At least they had some fun with it. Um, but you know. Just like everybody else, when you first get in the WWE, you're going to toil around in the mid-card. And, you know, first getting his spots in the early years in the Money in the Bank at WrestleMania 24-25. Winning the Intercontinental and the U.S. title early on. And, as well as being under the wing of CM Punk, they won the Tag Team Championships together. And, you know... He's kind of one of those guys that bounced around, again, in the mid-card, both on Raw and SmackDown. Every time there was a draft, he was pretty much the one being drafted. My, I got to be honest with you, I always get a little pissed off when I, when I think about this, but in 2009, as I already referenced, he begins a feud with Randy Orton, and it was going great. For me, as a guy who was a Kofi Kingston fan, I was like, this is awesome. And then in November at Madison Square Garden on Raw is the very infamous putting Randy Orton through a table in the in the crowd with the mm-hmm. air boom or the air, what, what is that, you know? His
1: uh, I don't Boom
0: remember. leg drop, whatever. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. And it began an awesome feud. And he was feuding with Randy, uh, messing up his car. Uh, he had like a NASCAR that someone had gifted him feuding with the rest of Legacy and then Kofi was supposed to sell or get ready for a punt Kofi stood up and thought he was about to take an RKO wow what an accident what a (laughs) shit god bad god damn he accidentally got up to do your other finisher and I get we're trying to sell the punt as a very lethal thing But we already got that Randy Orton's pretty fucking psycho at this time. At this point, he has already knocked down Triple H and Stephanie and kissed her while she's unconscious. That's real fucking shit. We don't need him to have one more punt to someone's head. But because he did that, that completely fucked Kofi's career, gives him the RKO, and says, "What?
1: Oh, you don't want to put the bumper in there? I thought you wanted to put the bumper in there. The bumper is now. All right. You know, that was a really stupid, stupid, stupid (laughs) move by
0: myself. The problem is, is that he, again, you know, now he's put back down to the mid card. And he had a good spot, good thing going for him. Uh, It was actually, he beat Randy Orton at that Survivor Series in November. And it was a big streak that Randy had going where he was always the sole survivor for his team at Survivor Series for several years, and then Kofi's the one that stopped it. Moment, the momentum was there. Sucks. Then he ends up having the tag team with Evan Bourne, Matt all. Well, Matt, after they end up winning the tag team championships, things are going pretty good. They're riding sky high. Evan Bourne was riding sky high-er because he was really getting into spice. K2, he thought, well, they can't catch me if I'm smoking the fake stuff they got him on one wellness problem and no bullshit like within two weeks later got a second one they dropped the titles to primo and epico and now Kofi just out of nowhere yeah now he's gonna be starting the tag with our truth we'll just put you with someone else for now one of the biggest things that we all know is not only is he very agile athletic He did some really cool things for some ladder matches and Royal Rumbles until it was too much.
1: It got beat to death for sure.
0: Ah, ah, ah. Nine toes are on the floor. This pinky one's not there. Uh, uh, Ah, ah, ah. I got one more. It's just too much. I don't even need to explain the ones that are ridiculous. I will say the one walking on his hands thought it was cool. Landing on a table and onto the barricade, that's another. But it all caught up to him. I think actually one of them recently, they, he went to jump last year back from the barricade over and missed it and mm-hmm. ended up going out. And I was like, boom, there you go. There, that's why you don't do that anymore. <laughs> and it looked like he was just going to be sitting in the mid card for quite some time. And to the dismay of the Big Show, forms a group with Xavier Woods and Big E. Big, big Show tells him, you don't want to do this, man. That's gonna be a career suicide. What you guys are about to do, just don't go with it. And Big Show admitted years later he was dead wrong because we all wanted Nation of Domination 2.0. Because of let's go back to Xavier Woods' fucking promo, the way he came out and he's like, "You guys are getting down on the black man," or into something like that. I don't know. We kind of maybe I don't know, but whatever it was. We were like, oh, shit, this is going to be a good thing. And then they come out dancing just like fucking, uh, what's that guy? The the big dinosaur. The one that came out is a disco dinosaur. Brodus yeah. Clay. That's basically what they did, but it was the power of positivity. But it pissed people off so much, especially with the New Day rocks. The more they chanted stupid shit like that, you had the crowd saying New Day sucks. But the problem is... They were too funny sometimes in the ring. Or you couldn't deny the athletic ability as them as a free bird tag team. And they stayed true to it. And they became the longest reigning tag team champions all the way up until just like three weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I'm glad that they're not anymore. Uh, or I just didn't want them to win another tag team championship. I think I was kind of over that. Why? Because two out of three of your New Day members have now been a world champion. So I don't think that you need to get back into the tag team scene anymore. But one of my favorite things honestly did come from 2000 and well, first would be 2017. They had a tremendous feud going with the Usos. They had a SummerSlam match. They had the Hell in a Cell match. The SummerSlam match was done in front of half of a Barclays Center because for whatever reason, they shouldn't have put it on the pre-show because the match was fantastic and they tore it up the pre-show match was better than nearly the entire 2017 SummerSlam card
1: and the hell in the cell match was fantastic too
0: oh my god so many awesome my favorite spot is the kendo stick hanging out of the cage and throwing someone directly at it where it clothes lines them i was yep. like how has that never been done before that was awesome they're very smart they're innovative um putting the usos in with the new day was perfect because they were so over as, as faces. It gave the right, it gave the right rub for the Usos to be the heels, the ones that, you know, we've been down since day one. We've been here and you, know, now that we're, we're the ones, I mean, everyone's like, yeah, no, they are the shit. They've always been legendary. Well, for when they turned heel, people were kind of 50, 50 on it. I really do feel this feud with the new day completely helped the Usos become who they are today. But my absolute favorite singles feud for Kofi Kingston comes from, of course, becoming WWE champion. The entire ride to it from the Royal Rumble, eh, didn't matter. But trying to win at the Elimination Chamber and nearly beating Daniel Bryan. And then not only does he have to run a huge gauntlet, but then so does his tag team. The New Day have to run a gauntlet, and they fought for their brother. And I don't know why. I swear to God, I'm getting freaking goosebumps from it, because the storyline was just so excellent. And they finally got him there, and it was Kofi Mania. Never seen a pop like that at WrestleMania for a win since. Was that huge. was unbelievable. I was jumping up and down. like there was one of my favorite guys of all time, and now he's won the big one. It was huge. Had some feuds again, reigniting the stupid, 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 stupid feud with Randy Orton. And then even having a feud with Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. And then... SmackDown premieres on Fox. <laughs> what should our main event be? <laughs> Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar. Well, it's 9.53. There's only seven minutes left. Oh, there's time to celebrate? Okay. Okay. I
1: think, Dude still uh, hasn't gotten a fucking yeah. rematch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, so I think Wheezy was over here, and I was like, "Yeah, watch this. He's this dude's gonna lose in three seconds. Watch." Yup. Fucking three seconds. It was
0: horrible, and they really it really did start at like 9:53 or not? Like, they, no one even made their entrance yet, and I was like. Why do you yeah, Are they planning think, to go over?
1: <laughs> yeah, why do you think when I do the wars I I notice when the main event comes on I'm like there's 2 minutes left. What's going to happen? Good night, folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um and he does get back into the tag team division again with The New Day and you know, not a bad thing. Problem is just going to stay right in that mid-card area and I think unfortunately probably going to be where he's at from here on out. But what I didn't expect was actually seeing Big E become the, the world champion. So it was cool for him to be a part of that whole thing, too. Um, and it, they, The New Day has been cursed recently in a bad way. It, not, they're not in a good way, obviously. But, like, you know, Xavier was hurt. Kofi was hurt for a bit. And now, obviously, Big E's big uh, injury with his neck. They've not had a, a good last couple of years. Kofi, I could maybe see, maybe, maybe see Triple H putting him back into... A world title picture against, let's say Roman for a match or two, or someone like that. But I don't think that we're going to get much out of Kofi in the main event picture anymore.
1: Nope, agreed. I think that ship and has that sailed, sucks. Uh, you
0: know, I will tell you one of my one of my favorite things about doing this is always talking about the accomplishments, the goals, the accolades, and of course your championships. I did think it was pretty cool that CBS Sports called it the best moment and angle of the
1: year was Kofi Mania. thought that's kind of cool. Cause it sure it was, was very organic. Uh, the crowd definitely demanded it. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was Vince playing the heel GM and just kind of stopping him and putting him down. It was over the top. You didn't need that. I think it was inherent that he wasn't looked at as being a main eventer. And, you know, it was another Daniel Bryan moment. So, I mean, it was fitting that he got to face him for the title
0: but this one at least they recognized and they did have that b plus player mentality going with it but triple h right. was feuding with uh the guy who was singing the spice girl song batista tell me what i want what i really really want i still love that one that's goddamn that was a terrible fucking <laughs> I segment about Raw. That. <gasps> this is what i want
1: <laughs> tell me what i want
0: you know what i want what i really 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 want i want to i want to i want to match with you at wrestlemania 35 I didn't even practice that. That was pretty decent. But, all right. That yeah, was pretty good. He was a WWE yeah. champion one time, an Intercontinental champion four times, a U.S. champion three times, six times Raw Tag Team Champions, one with Heaven Born, one with R-Truth, and two with Xavier Woods and Big E, and a SmackDown Tag Team Champion all seven times with The New Day, because New Day rocks. Sorry, I had to at least do it once. Yeah, that's cool. and, Yeah, yeah, you know. And also a world tag team champion with CM Punk because there was all these different types. You had the WWF, you had the world, the, WWE hit their finest booking for you. And I look at—I always like to leave everybody with a newbie match of the week. Uh, you know, if you're—it's your first time watching Kofi. Ah, come on, man! You can't go wrong. Just watch him win the title against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35. It's just the match is great. The the story buildup is there. Probably the one of the very last big long feuds or big build-ups that they've done or like storyline-wise that actually met its uh, – it came to fruition in a really good way in a very long time. The bloodline's there, but I have to see the ending, kind of like the championship reign like we talked about earlier. I oh, got to see what, your, what the ending is. It's a good-looking suit, but I haven't put it on yet. I don't know what it's going to feel like was kind of a weird transition. Let's just go to the wars. Suck it. Boom.
1: Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where?
0: Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future?
1: What, we become assholes or
0: something? Give me that hell, yeah! You want a war? You're going to get me. Mick Foley is going to win their world title. Has been paid for by the new world order. Come on, Vince. Step into the ring. My God, the
1: battle lines have been drawn! D-Generation X the WCW tonight! Austin
0: 316 says, I just whipped your ass! Have a nice day! Again, you! you! Yeah.
1: So what I'm gonna do Rock is I'm gonna forfeit the damn title to you tonight. What? Because I got bigger fish to fry. So go ahead and take the damn thing because I don't want it no more.
0: Rocky somewhat apprehensive. Take it. it.
1: Huh? Take
0: it. Take it. Apparently the Rock is- a Ladies and gentlemen. Shut up,
1: shake my hand champ
0: never leave a nugget in the toilet. You got to flush it.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Monday Night Wars. <laughs> Here we go. All yeah, right. December 7th, 1997. In your house, Degeneration generation X. Got J.R. and Lawler on commentary. They mentioned four titles on the line tonight. We're starting with the new light heavyweight title match. It's going to be Brian Christopher versus Taka Michinoffi. Oh, I was like, do they even have four titles? But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Christopher, Brian Christopher goes face first on the barricade. Uh, you know, takes that bump, uh, but split his lip wide open. He was bleeding pretty good. He was selling it great too. Uh, they're both on the floor. Lawler checks on Brian, starts wiping his face a little bit. And Jim Ross says, man, he's just like a little league parent. (laughs) That's a nice (laughs) little line right there. Um, Tucker rolls out of the way, uh, from a top rope leg drop and he gets the pin. Briscoe and Patterson present the title. We got a lot of photographers in there and, uh, there you go. We got a new champ. Wonder
0: not how the last time we're gonna be seeing last.
1: the the Stooges coming up soon. Yeah, this is uh, we're we're going into prime Stooge territory over the next year or two or four.
0: Can't wait. <laughs> Yo, I'm. You know, I'm not gonna be kind. Come to the wars.
1: <laughs> it's not like one of them's gonna win a title or anything. Oh wait.
0: <laughs> I kind of like when he won the twenty four seven title, and he all quietly the
1: the yeah. one finger pin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I won. <laughs> uh, Los Bariquas versus DoA in a six man tag. Um, Bariquas win. Notice it was a six man tag because Crush is gone, and they don't sell. They, they don't sell it at all. <laughs> they kind of just mm-hmm. gloss over it. Got taken out by Kane. Done. <laughs> he went back to his home planet. Uh, next you get Doc Hendricks with Butterbean and team. Uh Butterbean had a fight the night before and won. <laughs> so that was interesting. And he had Cole with Sable. Uh she was at the fight. Uh she was at the Butterbean fight and was holding up a title during that match. Merrow runs in and says, I didn't give you permission for this interview, trying to steal my spotlight. So <laughs> We had more right domestic violence. <laughs> it's funny. She's always wearing sunglasses. I wonder why. Uh, it's Marilyn's. Oh my Butterbean. God. I've
0: never caught that. Yo, I swear <laughs> to God, i never caught that she's always wearing sunglasses. That is so fucked up. I hope that was a subtle joke on someone's writing backstage. Like, look, like, you got to wear the sunglasses. We're never going to call them out, but you got to always wear sunglasses.
1: You know what to say with a woman with two black eyes. Put Nothing she's been told twice. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take that <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, never mind. We're just gonna gloss over. Just we're that. rolling. Go ahead, we're good. It's marrow mm-hmm. versus Butterbean, tough man, fight four two minute rounds. If it goes the distance, the ref will decide the winner. It's good my, my first note was this is gonna be a shit show and it pretty much was Butterbean was going easy. Um, you get sable chance, Marrow keeps going for the ropes, he does it, but bean clips him marrow falls falls to the floor, big pop at the end of round one. uh Butterbean's heading back to his corner, marrow donkey punches him, beginning of the second <laughs> round, he chokes, him. oh, that's a different thing that's a, yeah, it's completely I mean it's applicable in both scenarios, just there's one thing missing from this particular instance, which probably for the better, don't know that they could there's one Eddie big
0: dick in the, the ring bucket. though. <laughs>
1: Butterbean gets blinded at some point. Apparently, Marrow is still able to rake the eyes even with boxing gloves on. Marrow starts getting some shots and weak ones at that. And then at the end of round two, he drop kicks Butterbean uh, from behind. Uh, and then Butterbean starts doing his Rocky impersonation in round three. Come on, hit me, hit me, hit me. And. Um, Come on, Chump, you ain't so bad. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Butterbean gets the knockdown at the end of the third. Mero is saved by the bell. They have to splash water in his face. They sold that. The crowd popped. And then he gets knocked out at the beginning of the fourth round. Mero hits a low blow, though, before the count hits 10. It's a DQ. And uh, Mero tries several times to break the stool uh, from the ring corner over Butterbean's back. Mero powders. Butterbean throws his mitts at him, which I thought was pretty cool because he nailed him with one of them. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and by stool you don't mean a chair You mean like one of Butterbean's actual pieces of stool Like it was hard to break It was like a whole fucking lumber tree No but for real This was probably the most staged fight I have seen Since Mayweather Logan Paul
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I yeah, hated it, it fun, every man. second of it Honest to god I'm a fucking boxing fan I hated every second of watching this And the only reason I did it Is for you let's do the Monday Night Wars, man. Yeah, great. Now I got to watch stupid shit from here on out for the next four fucking years. This is going to be great.
1: Pretty much, yep. Hey, I don't like being committed. But you you get get to
0: bring new things to light, like why someone's wearing some
1: sunglasses. Ah,
0: (laughs) she gets beat. I got it.
1: Again, WWF force feeding. Sometimes you don't need to say it. You get it? Because he was beating her up. Jesus Christ.
0: You're right. No more force-feeding.
1: <laughs> Luna, Vashan, and Goldust come out to the ramp. Luna tells the crowd to shut the hell up. Goldust sh- says, Goldust is going to express himself in verse. Goldust says, this is a little ditty I wrote when I was a child. like to share it if you could all shut up for a minute. And he reads Green Eggs and Ham. Then Jim Ross says, sorry, Dr. Seuss. Luna shoves Goldust to the ground and drags him to the back. Uh, I, I want my three like woman in control back.
0: <laughs> you can't even describe what he's wearing. It's like when you tell a four-year-old, "Go ahead, pick
1: out whatever you want to wear," and Not they come out wearing like six it. different yeah. costumes. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even bother trying to describe it once I saw it. I'm like, I can't. I'm gonna have to pause it and look at it for twenty minutes just to try to. put He's this gold down. dusting. It, he's 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 gold dusting Luna. Yeah, something like that. Cole's backstage with the Legion of Doom. Tell them, Hawk. Well, they remind the New Age Outlaws, Road Dog and uh, Badass Billy Gunn, remind me of a deeply embedded booger lodged high in my right nostril. Nice analogy. Oh, what a booger. Ooh, what a booger. What in the actual fuck was that? Please tell me you were high, because that would have, you know, at least.
0: I'm pretty sure that's what I'll say. I mean like <laughs> it's hawk. Again, please watch behind the scenes nineteen eighty five Great American Bash on YouTube. You see oh, yeah. him headbutt shit and then go to the uh and the sink over. and use some water to wash out his nose and keeps going <clears throat> <laughs> Hawk yeah, he, he 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 did a little bit of uh he did cocaine is what I'm oh fuck, that's more force feeding shit.
1: Again, yeah. <laughs> Best part about the video is Sting just sitting there like I ain't a snitch.
0: Yo, he was just—he
1: he was kind of like the CM Punk. He just chill, let them
0: all do it Every all, but then what, else
1: is doing? But cocaine. then tell me,
0: then tell me what happens in three weeks at Starcade '97.
1: <laughs> hey, pills are different than cocaine. Pills are good. Pills are good. <laughs> <Anyway>. Check, please. <laughs> That's not the last thing he said. I I do need to tell
0: you, we are not condoning that pills are good, ladies and gentlemen. If that's what you (laughs) heard from this segment, there's a lot of things we say that
1: you should not pay attention to. 80 to 90%. Pretty much. Legion of Doom versus New Age Outlaws for the tag titles. Road Dog says, Welcome to Jurassic Park, you know, because LOD are dinosaurs. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not force feeding, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, LOD chases him up the ramp, they go behind the curtain, they come back out, it happens again, but this time the Stooges stop him, force him back to the ring. Uh, at one point, Road Dogg pulls out a, what JR called an ice chest, it was like a Coleman cooler full of ice, and just hit Hawk in the head with it. It was full of ice, and it was under the ring. Guess the ring crew wanted to make sure they had some refreshments. Uh... Well, I mean, mat- swaggle
0: at that point was probably six or seven, I mean, being McMahon's son. So yeah, he's probably
1: under there with a couple of drinks. Forced him to live under the ring with a cooler. couple of Capri Suns. Yeah, Capri Suns, yeah. Little jugs. <laughs> Bug <laughs> juice. All right, anyway, Henry Godwin runs in at the end, hits Animal with the bucket while the rest distracted, so he doesn't see that. But by the time the ref turns around, Hawk has the bucket, uses it on both the outlaws, and then threatens to use it on the ref DQ. Booger. Boogers. Next, what I really, you know, hm. it could have been a lot worse. Sergeant Slaughter versus Triple H. Uh, they start with a recap of the feud, war analogies, because, you know, it's Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, Triple H is backstage with Cole, says he's got a survival kit for this match. It's a comb for Slaughter, some Metamucil, some prunes, and some Depends. <laughs> Bang up job. The camera starts panning to China. Triple H goes, get that camera on me, idiot. I liked it. And then he says, Slaughter, I might let might stop by and let your lady take a hit of the peace pipe. I think he was referring...
0: Mm, yeah,
1: okay. exactly. Cornette's backstage with Slaughter, and Slaughter doesn't really have anything to say. Are you wiping fake coke out of your beard, or you just got a tick? <laughs> No, I was okay. just. I, it's hard to tell with you sometimes. Sometimes. I, yeah, because sometimes I'm just wiping no, coke, coke out of my part, fucking part, beard. Not the coke
0: part. <laughs> You fucking no. asshole. I was just wiping. I was just like mopping down the beard, my you know, fault. training it, touching my, touching my. Jesus Christ. Do you want to know what I'm doing
1: with the other hand? <laughs> Please no. <laughs> Slaughter comes out to Angle's music or the Patriot's music. Slaughter's in control for the beginning. He's got that riding whip that that he always carried to the ring. He's using that on Triple H. He pulls off his belt. He's using that. Uh, My favorite spot, Triple H goes to grab the ring bell from the timekeeper. Timekeeper won't let go of it to the point where Triple H yanks on it and the guy goes flying out of his seat and lands right on his feet. That was fucking amazing. And then the best part was he still won't let go of it, so Triple H just forces it forwards into the dude's face. Sold it great, just landed face first and just laid there. I like Oh, well, you know, that. he's like,
0: it look man. it, man. This is the only spot I'm gonna get ever. <laughs> Give me a hard bump, man. Just throw me the fuck around. Don't care if I'm in the hospital <laughs> night. Let people on TV on this pay-per-view see me. You toss the fuck out of me, man.
1: Oh, and you know Triple H was all about it. He's like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I was planning on doing that. That's it what right I would do. If if I got the job as just
0: the bell guy right timekeeper but whatever the fuck i don't care i would every match be like hey do, do you need to knock me out do you, i could you can hit me if you want
1: hit me slap me uh yeah so uh cobra clutch gets applied but china rakes the eyes and then lawler says hooray for women in the military okay Ref runs down China. She clocks him, gets a chair. China She's never
0: been slaughter. in the military, so that makes zero fucking sense.
1: Yeah. Other than it's Sergeant Slaughter in the match, I guess. I don't know. He tried. Hey, man, Lawler hits pretty often, minus puppies. So, you know, he's allowed to. Let's to see if he hits at
0: any point where he's like, I could see China doing porn one day. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, there's a lot of irony uh, coming up later. Can't wait to get to that. But anyway, uh, yeah, China goes to hit Slaughter with the chair, but he has the powder from back in the day, the old gimmick. Throws it in her eyes. Triple H hits Slaughter with the combat boot. He tries again, but it gets reversed into a cobra clutch. But as the ref is starting to get back up, so is China. Um And the ref does the two arm raises, right? Arm goes down twice. You just need one more. And China punts, slaughters privates. Pedigree <laughs> onto the chair for the win.
0: Is that no pun intended on the uh, the privates?
1: It's pun for the whole family.
0: Ooh, I get. That. I, I like that. You didn't force feed that one either. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Taking notes.
1: Taking notes. Well, next we got Jeff Jarrett versus The Undertaker. How the fuck do you think this is going to win or how, play out? Exactly how Jarrett. you think it's going to play out. Kane shows up mid match, but he choke slams Jeff Jarrett after Jeff Jarrett starts shoving him saying, Yeah, kick his ass, kick his ass. Jeff Jarrett gets choke slammed. It's a DQ. Stare down. Kane just slaps Taker. Flames. Oregon they leave.
0: But and as then, I said, Jarrett wins.
1: Yeah, Jarrett wins. Uh Jeff Jarrett jumps Taker afterwards, locks in the figure four, but Taker gets his hand on his neck for the choke slam. Next, Michael Cole, who we're starting to see a lot more of, is in the crowd with Mark Henry. And they make it a point to say that Mark Henry's just hanging out with the executives from Milton Bradley. That's it. Next, we get The Rock I have versus nothing. Austin. I really have nothing. <laughs> there is nothing else. Uh, it's The Rock versus Austin for the IC title. Uh, Austin uh, comes out in his truck. Huge pop. Crowd is hot as fuck. Nation jumps Austin before the bell rings. D'Lo gets thrown over the top rope onto the hood, smashes the windshield, then he eats a stunner on the top of the cab. The match starts. Austin looked very sluggish in the beginning and for most of this match. Watching him come off the ropes seemed like he was doped up or he was sore or something. He just didn't seem to have that urgency. Uh, They had this thing late in the night.
0: I think he they the beers were already kicking in i think at that point
1: yeah, i mean that certainly could be i mean you know the same thing <laughs> happens the next week on fucking raw or the next day on raw but we'll get there when we I, get there
0: i will say this i never watched this pay-per-view live this is my first time watching it um but i remember the next day in school everybody talking about Delo going over the top rope onto the hood and smashing the the windshield because Back then you didn't really have a whole lot of those moments where someone's going right through the top of some car and breaking a window. It's kind of it was a big moment, man, and it was and he sold the shit out of it.
1: The truck being at ringside in itself was a big moment. Taking the bump on it was just the cherry on top, you know what I mean? That, exactly. that whole setup was fucking yeah, pretty revolutionary at the time. Not something that happened a lot. Yeah, so Kama goes to hit Austin with the chair. Austin ducks. It, it hits for Rook instead. He throws Kama into the truck. Um, so Rock does the people's elbow, and it's fucked up because commentary didn't really sell it. But when he did it the second time, they did, and it seemed like they were trying to come up with a name for it, but they didn't. Uh, the second time he does the double birds, but Austin reverses it. Uh, Austin knocks D'Lo off the apron. Turns around. He actually doesn't even turn around. He's at the ropes when he knocks uh, D'Lo off the apron. He feels somebody behind him, and he just grabs him and hits a stunner. Ends up being the ref. Uh, The Rock ends up getting some brass knuckles out, uh, but Austin's able to reverse hit a stunner. Second ref comes in and counts three. So Austin retains and gets back his title or his belt. Strap. Main event, Ken Shamrock vs. Shawn Michaels. Shamrock's peck Stage with cornet, and at the end of Shamrock's promo, he says, you will be squealing like a baby. <laughs> Easier than taking candy from a pig. <laughs> Dude,
0: as soon as he said it, but he, he didn't take as long of a pause as you did. But he did. He goes, and you'll be squealing like a baby. And I was like, ah, bad choice of words, man. Bad choice of words.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, So it's candy from a pig. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing. Oh, man. Yeah, so Shamrock eventually, uh, you know, towards the end of the match, counters the sweet chin music into the ankle lock, but Triple H and China immediately run, in. it's a DQ, it's a beatdown, and then out of fucking nowhere, Owen Hart just fucking blasts Shawn Michaels through the announce table, beats the shit out of him, and powders through the crowd uh, right as Triple H gets there. The crowd
0: lost their mind once they realized it was It was. They Owen. did
1: lost, They did lose their mind. Um, I, I have some things to say, but I'm going to save it for Raw. Uh, well, I'll leave it at that. But uh, that's how the pay-per-view goes off the air. Uh, pretty cool to see Owen back. And uh, obviously going after the right person. So, All right, on to so, Raw. On to Raw. That would be December 8th, the next day. Opens with McMahon coming to the ring. You know, McMahon's been on commentary less and less, if at all, lately. Um, hasn't even really been on TV too much, other than like pre records. So, this I think the is the last big. time like, we
0: saw him was the Brett screwed Brett promo. Yep. It's the last time we have physically seen anything, even a video package, anything of Vince. So, yeah, so you're right. This is the first time him coming out to TV since even live in front of Arena, let's say before Survivor Series.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: But now so, we're in uh, character, uh, ma- aren't we?
1: Wait, oh, definitely. Oh, definitely in commentary. I'm going to get to that here in a second. So Kevin Cole, Kevin Kelly and Michael Cole are on commentary with Jim Ross, um, and they openly admit him as the owner. They, they definitely have been saying it for a while now, but it's always been a wrestler or like a wink, 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 nudge, nudge kind of thing. Like, they're just flat out saying it now um, because that's the role that he's going to play. He's getting booed um, and he's basically putting over Austin. He's saying, these are the things about Austin that are pissing me off because he knows the crowd will cheer it. He, he, he's doing it the right way. He says he's been getting away with murder, assaulting officials, announcers, including yours truly. That gets a pop. Um, you start getting the Austin chance. What Vince basically says is the ref that got stunned was about to disqualify Austin. He was getting up to disqualify Austin for stunning him, but then the other ref came in and counted three. He's like, Austin, you have to defend the title against The Rock tonight, uh, which you, the people, call the people's champ. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Naturally, Austin comes to the ring, says, I do what I want when I want. Vince says, well, I'm the proud owner of WWF and your boss, and there's consequences if you don't fight. And I'm very, I'm very angry about your language. Jesus Christ, listen, Vince. <laughs> I love this segment. <laughs> it was so great. And it's basically Austin just running you down saying, I'll give you my answer later. Um, but it's funny because he goes, I'm
0: saying your language. Christ, son, I'm telling you. And he keeps doing it. You're like, God damn it. And he kept, <laughs> I loved it. It was <laughs> right? a great segment.
1: Uh, and then Michael Cole casually says at the end that you can win a chance at to win Austin's truck. Hmm. Which is funny because towards the beginning of the segment they had somebody that had a sign that said "I'll take your truck, Austin."
0: Well, you have to take it as is: the broken windshield, the dented hood, hey, fuck, likely the broken radiator, carburetor, alternator, battery, spark plugs, oil. I think that's all I know about the an engine.
1: Okay, that, that's a good start. I think we can. Oh, look the like engine. That. <laughs> next you get Legion of Doom versus the Godwins the Godwins are being the shrimp and boat. <laughs> new Sorry. age outlaws the outlaws are wearing South Park shirts remember that I forgot all about that uh, South Park was huge at this time and like almost every other wrestler oh was wearing God. South Park gear even the oddity everybody's here. got Cartman on yep pretty much uh, Animal gets run into the steps and then Kane's music hits mid-match the Godwins powder hawks in the ring by himself Kane hits a pile driver. Hawk no sells it. Then Kane hits one of the weakest choke slams I've ever seen him give. Hawk sells that, and then he gets tombstoned. So he gets reversed pile drive, and that does the job, but the regular pile driver didn't do it. Okay, that's fine. The outlaws end up beating down Hawk after Kane leaves. Animal comes back in with a chair to clear the ring. Outlaws get on the mic. He says there's no longer any competition in the tag division. What do we do? hey, we'll sing a tune dedicated to the dinosaurs. And it's, hey, hey, goodbye. Yeah, it's, you it's know,
0: I got to ask, is this the first time, I, I feel like for me, I've never heard anybody ever sing this, the crowd, anybody really do this. I feel like it's the very first time I've heard, ever, did New Age Outlaws invent that?
1: Really? Are you serious?
0: I swear it done at in point?
1: WCW. Well, maybe. Too many chicken nuggets and too many episodes, man. It's hard to remember. I,
0: that's, the, yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> but he calls oh, out anybody really right to now. challenge badass Billy Gunn. Go ahead and cue up your own music. Dude Love comes out, and I love it because Road Dog says, hey, I said one guy, not three. <laughs> Thought it was good. Nice little zinger. Nice little zinger. Well, inside baseball. Uh, so, yeah, we end up getting Dude Love versus Billy Gunn. Dude Love wins with the DDT, but Road Dog just hits him uh, with a headshot, with a chair, uh, they put the title on his throat and do a top rope leg drop. That's that. Next, we get Cornette in the ring. He introduces Taka Michinoku as your new light heavyweight champion. And he says, We've got a little video of Taka learning a little bit of English from JR. And it was JR <laughs> teaching him the word slobber knocker.
0: Most racist comment of the week, <laughs> or uh, segment of the week. <laughs> Sob Cornette, th- No, no, Sober knocker Sob <laughs> Haka. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought he did
1: pretty good. Cornette says they want to introduce... Uh, JR? Yeah, Taka's, I think he did a good job saying it. Taka's first challenger, but Lawler's music hits, he comes out. Says that Taka's not the true champ, he stole it from Brian Christopher. The only reason he's in the U.S. is because there's not enough room in Japan and other racial tropes. He asked Taka, you know, you got to learn to speak the English. Can you, do you even speak any English? And Taka says, you jackass.
0: That one he nailed. Yeah,
1: he did nail that one. So Cornette's like, well, fuck it. Okay, his first challenger is going to be El Unico. Okay. I'm guessing it's Brian Christopher in a lucha mask. Um, Lawler says, El Unico. Oh, great. So you brought another Mexican wrestler. Look, he's still dripping wet from swaying across the Rio Grande. Ba-dum, 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 I can't ba-dum, believe ba-dum, shit's on the peacock. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: if we could only have like a button that every time something like that happened, <laughs> <ba-dum, ba-dum>, racist. <laughs> it's
1: probably gonna get a lot used a lot over the next couple of years, unfortunately. Um yeah, it's totally Brian Christopher in a Lucha mask, and they beat up Takamachinoco. Okay. Short video package called The Destruction of the Hearts. Bulldog getting injured by Shawn Michaels. The screw job, Anvil, you know, getting played like a fool. And then Owens return. Next, a oh, very weird segment. Flash Funk versus Kurgan. The Interrogator. It was a squash. And it seems like Kurgan's starting to go rogue because the Jackal kind of had to keep him in check and the other Recon and Sniper were scared of him. Very weird. Not a lot of insight or anything there, so nothing to really... Yeah, he's going to get a big push. Yep, pretty much. Hour 2 DX comes to the ring. Uh, I was waiting for this. There's a card table set up in the ring. Uh, Triple H does a quick promo on Slaughter, Sean on Shamrock and the Hart family. Shawn Michaels was really driving home the whole huge, giant, stinking, smoking, smelly turd. He used like the same descriptive words, the same adjectives every single time, it's probably about 20 times. He says, You know, I'm going to flush this stinging turn known as the Hart family down the commode. You know, sometimes when you do that, it all goes down except for one nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a black
0: heart, a winner. Whoa! <laughs> Can't wait to the Jason, sen- Jason sensation promo. That's gonna be the best thing. Oh my god! Actually, I don't think you get to see it, do you? Not on the Peacock
1: network. Uh, well, luckily I've got a hard copy that I can uh, check out. So, let's say hey, I think they there. took off the blackface. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> <What> the fuck, <laughs> Ms. Arc. Oh, you're not talking about that blackface. You're talking about a whole different oh, one. Oh, oh, oh! There's hang on, yeah, yeah, never mind.
0: <laughs> I was like, ah, he ain't listening. He's too busy. <laughs> Poor Sean, putting pills and drinks.
1: That's that's how you get. That's how you get uh, Xbox heat right there. So they say they're gonna sit there. Uh, until wait, somebody didn't drinks. we relabel
0: it to something else? Who's the heat? Uh, Ty Conti heat. Or something. Yeah, Someone I else got that. Right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: again, too many episodes, too many chicken nuggets. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe the episode name. Jesus. They're going to sit there until somebody drags Owen's scrawny ass out there. There's whiskey bottle out of Jack Daniels and uh, cards on the table. They're going to play poker, and then China whispers to Shawn Michaels. And oh, she brings up a good point. You may remember, I said I was going to walk out here naked. Still haven't done it, so being a man of my word, we're going to play strip poker until Owen comes out. And then music hits, and DOA comes to the ring. It goes to break. We come back, and the poker game has been moved to the floor. We get Bariquas versus DoA again. Bariquas win again. Feud of the year. Come, oh god, come back from break. DX is back in the ring with the poker game. Sean Michaels is down to his boxers. China, I, China's reaction, her selling of it is so great because <laughs> she's just looking. She's got raising the eyebrows. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Headbangers come to the ring. They apparently have a match coming up. They flip the table. DX beats the shit out of them. And they actually do an avalanche shield powerbomb. Yes, the shield was yep. after this, but yeah, they set him up on Triple H while he was up on sitting on the top buckle, and they put him through the card table. Owen runs in from the crowd to get some shots in on Sean and back into the crowd.
0: As he was punching, you could hear him say, You're the Nugget.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You're still a nugget, bitch. (laughs) This is so good, and it's so disappointing that nothing ever really comes of it because Owen just flounders after this. So it's a goddamn shame because this just watching this over two days, these two small segments, so much potential. Owen could have completely reinvented himself. He could have just wore flannel shirts all the time and just been the dude from Canada that's sick of your shit and is going to beat the shit out of you.
0: I think this was Vince's way to stick it back to Brett.
1: Yep. Oh, 100%. Because Owen just just wanted to make a career for himself. Owen just wanted to support his family. He wasn't Mm going to get caught up in the politics. So he's like, fuck it, I'll just hang around and get a paycheck. You know? It's fucking dangerous. Unfortunately,
0: yeah, it's... Yeah, we're going to see it week after week pretty soon. We'll, you know... He'll be the only white guy uh. in an all-black group. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, the whole damn band is black except <laughs> <for> Owen.
1: <laughs> Next we get put up up Jesus! Uh, looks like I got my work cut out for me for bumpers here. Jeff Jarrett versus Vader. Uh, Goldust and Luna come out. Splash Vader with some kind of liquid, uh, Vader chases him to the back, and Jeff Jarrett gets a count-out win. So he's 2-0 since his return, and he's got a DQ win and a count-out win now. It's only like, it's less than a year before he's back in WCW, right? Um, Year and a half at most?
0: I think he's there till about mid ninety nine.
1: Really? Well, yeah, I guess that. Post Owen was dying, was. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Maybe he's the reason WCW goes down. Yeah, it's not like he laid there and I let somebody to... pin him. Oh wait, <laughs> never mind. That was somebody else. Uh, anyway.
0: But up, but up, Facts.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we can just do the the musical part, and then we can just add stuff to the end of each one. It's, it's interchangeable, man. It's universal. Next, we get Salvatore Sincere. Remember Salvatore Sincere? He's going to be facing Marrow. We get a recap of uh, you know the Marrow fight and uh, a post-match promo from Butterbean. You think I'm stalking Sable? Well, now I'm stalking you. No Sable at ringside this time. Marrow gets on the mic and he goes, "Bro," telling everybody, "Your name is Salvatore Sincere. Your name's Tom Brandy. This is the gimmick they gave you." I'm like what the fuck? <laughs>
0: I thought he went rogue on that moment there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm like, that has nothing to do with this feud, but okay, apparently you're really starting to get pissed off. Uh, marrow says, everybody's wondering where my property is. Uh, well, I'm going to bring out somebody who can't do a marrow assault, who hasn't won the IC title and hasn't beat anybody, the new and improved Sable. And she's wearing a potato sack. Marrow wants...
0: God, I thought she looked great, to be honest with you. I've never seen anything look better in a potato sack, ever. It's like... She made a potato sack look pretty good.
1: That's well, that's the joke. She won't disrobe Marrow. Instead, she takes the sack off, and that's where she's in the bikini. I thought this was gonna happen last week. Um mm-hmm. just because she had the boxing robe. That's how I always remembered it. I don't remember the potato sack. But Marrow turns around and sees it and freaks out, starts trying to cover her up. Uh Salator Sincere drop kicks Marrow out of the ring. He gets counted out. Sincere's trying to lead the crowd in sable chants. He tries anyway. and uh, There you go. That's two There's count out. Kids at ringside
0: are busting nuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, a couple people did. I hate to see the bathroom line after that. So, main event. Tuesday morning, lot-
0: every mother was doing a load of socks.
1: You know what? No, we're just going to move past that one. It's The Rock versus Austin for the IC title. Vince and the Stooges are at ring sign. Austin's not in his ring gear. Vince says, you don't look like you're ready to compete. He said, well, I'm not going to wrestle. I already whooped his ass. What's your consequence? You're going to fire me? Rock just comes over to Vince, leans into the microphone and goes, I think you should fire him, Vince.
0: (laughs) The personality is awesome. I love watching Rock right now.
1: 100%. He says he's going to strip Austin the title and give it to The Rock. He says, well, there ain't, one, there ain't but one belt that I'm interested in, and it's the world title. I got, I'm going to forfeit this to The Rock. I got bigger fish to fry. Uh, Austin and Vince say, all right, Rock, take it. Austin says, hey, shake my hand. Hey don't, hey, don't worry about it. Just shake my hand. Nothing wrong. They do. Austin holds his hand up, starts clapping, stuns The Rock. DTA, Rock. DTA. Don't trust anybody. Austin leaves with the title, so now we're in a reversal situation where Rock is the champion, but Austin has the actual belt. He comes back into the ring. Vince is standing on the apron. Austin hits the rope and knocks Vince off to the floor. Oh, that was so awesome. Man, those were the days. And now I have to watch Nitro. Good night, folks. (laughs)
0: At least on one end. Exactly.
1: So Nitro's in Buffalo. First time yep. WCW has been in Buffalo. Heenan's on commentary. No, tonight, or not, not tonight. Uh, no Zabisco. Uh, we open up with Conan versus Ray Trailer. Mid match, lights flicker. Then they go out. You hear a bump. Lights come back on. Conan's down. Trailer's confused, but he takes the one foot pin. Next, you get Barbarian versus Mongo. Flocks in the crowd. Mongo wins. Hart calls out Mang. And Mang gets the death grip on. Look at Mang continuing to get pushed here.
0: Didn't even know that he had this many wins, actually. It's kind of a fun thing about watching this again.
1: Yeah, me neither. Next, we get one of our many Gene on the Ramp with Somebody segments. It's with Disco Dingus. He's going to be facing Saturn again later. Uh, you know, people are saying in the locker room, you're, you're losing to a lady. When you go to the restroom, they don't know what door you're going to come out of. <laughs> I love you, Gene. Fucking Gene. (laughs) Uh, And obviously, Disco gets very defensive. He says, anybody has anything to say, can say it to my face. Speaking of Gene on the ramp, he's there again. And this time, Buff comes out. Uh, Buff's just calling out Luger. Hey, I won another match last week. He didn't show me anything. Uh, You know what? He ain't going to win. You know why? Because I'm Buff and I'm in Buffalo. Ooh, sick burn!
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, and I'm the stuff, <laughs> buffing
1: stuff. Next, Dean Malenko beats Prince Ayaka. Good in ring work, you know. Uh, Eddie was on commentary; it was more of a showcase for that, I think, than anything. Right. I don't. I don't necessarily like when that happens because, especially in this situation, because I want to listen to Eddie, but I want to watch the match. So, which one? Which one am I gonna pay attention to? right?
0: You can't walk and chew no. gum?
1: No. Remember, I have to turn down the music when I'm you know, pulling up to a yep. new house I've never been to before. Touche. Next, you get the Nitro Girls dancing a commentary. Heen even says, well, you'll never hear me complain about working conditions here. Sexist. Sexist. Oh my god. Uh, that was fucking great. That was fucking great.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I love this shit. All right.
1: That that, that might be a synced up hat trick. Wow. Hopefully it sounds good. It's Um, still
0: better than Nitro. What else happens?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They show the crowd and a freshly retired jim kelly is there along with bruce smith fucking a hit the music
0: the bills make me wanna shout! kick your heels up and shout throw your hands up and shout throw your head back and shout come on now the bills are making it happen now stand up now come on and shout yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So we get a uh, quick promo from Nash on the Giant. Uh, Nash calls himself the true Giant, the only true Giant. Nash makes a good point. He goes, "Hey man, you know, you call me out right after I had knee surgery." <laughs> He's like, "It's like as soon as I go on the shelf, you, that's when you decide to call me out." Okay, he says, uh, "I want a match at Star Starcade: Giant vs. Giant. You're one dimensional. You have a choke slam. Uh, pot meet the kettle." <laughs> <laughs> nah. Giant turns more no oh, that nobody turns like giant except a e w That's a different story though uh Gene's in the ring, calls out the giant, he still has the cast on, he accepts the challenge as much as I saw I said something was wrong with Austin in his match with the rock. I feel like something was up with the giant during his promo. I don't know if he was doped up or on fucking cold medicine or what was going on, but he just i oh yeah. And I'm bringing a surprise, the choke slam. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> you're scared
0: of the claw. Ooh, you're scared <laughs> of the choke slam. Benadryl's a hell of a drug.
1: Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward through this as much as I can because there's something that we need to talk about. Next, you get Chris Ben Wobbers, Lodi. Commentary calls him the guy in the shiny pants. Five seconds later, they're like, "Oh, oh, his name is Lodi. Way to sell it, guys. Way to make them seem important.
0: They go to Benoit Mexico up- and learn about wrestlers from all these different places <laughs> and all this shit. And you can't remember the guy that's literally in front of you right now? Great journalism. <laughs> Good job, Mike Tanay.
1: Benoit sets up the superplex and he spits at the flock. Hits the flying headbutt. Crossface. Win. No Raven there. Benoit gets on the mic. He says, quote the crippler. Nevermore. Raven, get out here and take it like a man. Now. If there was an award for a Lifetime Ironic Promo, it goes to Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit says to Raven, You claim to have been victimized, abused in your childhood. Step into the ring with the crippler and find out what abuse and being a victim is truly about. Holy fucking fuck.
0: And I will leave you with a Bible.
1: Don't. God damn it. <laughs> How much do you hate me? Like, just look, at two. least 3 to 4%. <laughs> <clears throat> Our two, Gene, in the ring again, calls out Flair. Promo on Hennig in the NWO. Flair has something. I noticed Flair's gesturing and shit. Flair had something written on the palm of his hand. I didn't catch that. Yeah, I couldn't see what it was. I, I'm wondering if it was just the name of the town. I wonder if it just said Buffalo, New York. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it was
0: It was probably Hennig, and he's like, try not to hit the ing. It's more of an ig, right? Hennig.
1: I don't think Forrest Gump was. Actually, no, Forrest Gump was out at that point, I think. Sure was. It was six, 96, I think. Yeah.
0: 94, 95.
1: Fine. Why don't you look it up? <laughs> 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 okay. Gene Gene brings up uh, Bret Hart. Says, "Hey, you've proclaimed yourself as the best ever. Uh, you know, fortunately, you did that in a local Canadian newspaper. Why don't you come down to Charlotte? I thought that was cool." He said, "You've joined the NWO for one reason—to avoid the Nature Boy, the best there is, best there was, woo, or even will be, is the Nature Boy." And then I marked out for this because I am a mark. He says, "Comparing you to me is like comparing John Elway to Jim Kelly." And he bows to Jim Kelly. And then he, like, right as they're about to go to commercial, he on uh, commentary. Is like, who's Elway? <laughs> <laughs> Gene was
0: on fire. <laughs> he had a good Gene's night. He's always on fire.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hugh Morris. He's always a couple Joseph. two tree deep. Yeah, probably. You know, he's got his martinis fucking probably pre-poured backstage. Stops back in between each interview, takes a couple sips, back out. You know That's the life. Next, you get Hugh Morris versus Macho. As soon as I saw Hugh Morris coming out and knowing they were in Buffalo, I knew exactly what happened. Macho comes out. Macho's heated. He's ripping signs out of fans' hand. And he goes up to Jim Kelly and knocks the cap off his head. Morris jumps him, and Jim Kelly and Bruce Smith are like, well, fuck it. Let's get some shots in. And they just start laying shots in. It was awesome. It was great. And then Morris shoves Macho back into him, they get more shots in on him. So that was cool. That was pretty humorous all around. What's that? (laughs) Said it was pretty humorous all around. It was. It was indeed a very funny situation. (laughs) You just forcefully killed my joke. Yeah, I tried. Sometimes you got to kill the things that you hate. <laughs> I should not be living too much longer then. Great. All right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Savage regains control. Not you. I just have a lot of enemies out <laughs> there. <laughs> Let's not bring your family back into this, okay? I already Jesus one, I Christ, dude.
0: <laughs> Why do you make this like it's a fucking therapy session? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> My family hates me. What the fuck? All right. We're not going to call it Monday Night
1: Wars anymore. We're going to call it Mark is Lonely. Hey, to be fair, I said let's not. Uh, Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Fine. Good idea. Hey, let's not tell anybody about the third testicle that you have. Let's not bring it up. Okay. Go ahead. Let's not talk about it, ODM.
1: Is that why my boxers don't fit that well? (laughs) I
0: don't have a retort. Go ahead.
1: You know, it's funny that you're bringing up testicles when we're talking about inside knowledge here.
0: Are you talking about my balls? No. <laughs> this is really going off the rails, man. <laughs> so- we still have a
1: whole it's- other segment to go. <laughs> it's, it's the wards. I know, right? Jesus. Well, anyway, uh, Macho just keeps hitting elbows. Uh, and Tane goes, this is eerie. Heenan goes, no, this is Buffalo. That's Come, a good on. One. Are- Come on, that was a good one. you got you got to admit that was funny. Even though I thought that was funny, I'm going to give it an 8. Guess what? The lights go out again. We hear electricity, you hear the bump again. Crowd's cheering. And this is where the illusion kind of gets a little bit lost. Even though, one, you already know damn well what it is. But two, when the lights go out, people are flashing their cameras so much that for a brief second, you blatantly see Sting give the uh, death drop. Like you yeah. can't miss it. It, it. it's right there. Uh lights come back on, Savage is down with the stink mask on. So
0: My question is this if you're doing it in the dark with only flashing stuff, do you have to actually go through the whole death drop motion or I think can you just, so. just I, I think jump so jump to the ground just in case.
1: <laughs> just in case. <laughs> okay. Because you don't want the fucking lights to accidentally come on or somebody fucking has a flashlight and you just see Macho Man fall backwards.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> like true. I mean We did see the Jeff Hardy jump onto Jinder Mahal that one time, and he just, I'll I'll fall down.
1: (laughs) Yep. So next you get Rude and Bischoff. They come out to commentary. The best part is Rude is facing commentary, so his back's to the camera. Luckily, they get a camera on the other side of the desk so you can see what he's doing. Um, He says, hey, you guys know what's going on. WCW pays the power bills, so you better pray whatever caused those lights to go out doesn't happen again. Because if it does, we're going to take the three out. And goes on, Capiche? Comprende? Do you understand? And what I thought was a crime was that he didn't say comprende to Mike Tanay. Since he's the Lucha Libre expert, he would understand the Spanish. Racist. Racist. <laughs> Rude. Ma- well, he's white, so that's not racist. Rude makes them pose as the see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. You know things, and then and it's great because they're all just standing there with their hands over their eyes or their mouth or their ears. And he's like, "Let's go to the ring." Just
0: like a bunch of puppets, like you put them in place and just made them do them like like mannequin yeah, he dolls or whatever. He put their hands.
1: Yeah, you're right. That no, was fucking hilarious. Um, next, you get Disco Cockknocker versus Saturn for the TV title. The Maggot wins on a shot. I
0: know, by the way, if I haven't ever said it, I know that you've not repeated one disco name ever, and I I just have to bring that up. I love it.
1: I think I did it once just because I couldn't think of anything, but I'm trying, man, I'm trying. But the Cockerknocker made me have to bring up right there. You know, I'm like, ah, you know. (laughs) Hey, if they have to get childish or silly, that's fine. He deserves every shitty nickname I can give him. But, yeah, the Maggot won the TV title. Boo. Next, we get Buff because he's in Buffalo with Vincent against Luger. Shivani goes, the lights go out, I'm out (laughs) of here. Luger gets counted out while he's trying to fend off Vincent and Scott Norton. Hooray. So Buff gets the win, he gets carried off like he won the goddamn Super Bowl. (laughs) That's what heels do. Next, you get Scott Hall in the ring. It's survey time. He's going to be taking on DDP. Get to the end of the match. DDP calls for the cutter. Hennig rolls in. rest of the NWO follows. It's a DQ. Um, Hall hits the edge on DDP. And then we get the Sting dummy through the ring again. Hogan says, "Ha! what a dummy. (laughs) Sting's a coward. He won't come out of hiding. They pull the dummy out of the hole. They put him over the ropes. Hogan goes over him and pulls the mask off, and it's Sting. I don't know if I don't know I don't know how he's done it, but I don't. know he's done it.
0: Are you serious? You don't know how they did this whole thing?
1: Well, Sting would have been under the ring. I'm just wondering how okay, they pulled good. it off without I'm
0: the Mike, crowd you... seeing it. Oh, very easily. You just the the Sting went all the way through the mat to the under the ring, right? Oh,
1: I thought I saw still saw him poking out. Oh, I thought he went all the way through. Maybe they stomped him in or something. Maybe I maybe I missed a point, but that would make sense. Yeah, if they just stomped him in, or if he went all the way in, as long as the camera didn't show him, the crowd wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, maybe he knew something call. Owen didn't. Yeah. Look out! <laughs> no, okay. Well, good night, <laughs> folks. <laughs>
0: good night, folks. I love it. That's. There's no better way to do it. And they even say it, too, every week. That's even better. Well, good night, folks. Well, sometimes you can't have wrestling be the way you want it to be. The only time you can do that is if you fantasy book it or play a wrestling game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... Covered three handle family credentials. It's me, Austin. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. I did it for the rock. This week's top topic. You know something, Gene? Don't see wrestling's not fun. <laughs> the Rolex wearing one, diamond ring wearing one, get stealing, wheeling, dealing one, limousine, right? One, jet flag. One, one. Sierra Hotel India Echo. Echo Lima Delta Shield If you smile following ranking order and final decisions are a completely bias based order. Based off, the professor and ODM made it. And as always, they like to let you know they have not worked in the business, but have been lifelong invested fans much like you are listeners. With not only their opinions involved, but with countless amount of hours of research done each week, they make sure to provide proper facts and history to back it up. However, they do know that your opinion may vary from theirs. If there is anything you want to chat about, bring to their attention. If there is something they missed or forgot, or you just want to let them know they are out of their freaking minds, feel free to shoot them a message on Facebook or Twitter or email them at the top of wrestling at gmail.com as always they do appreciate all feedback and continued support at the end of the day they want to make sure that you do see the best of the best before you die and now this week's top topic we're gonna have a little bit of a uh, we'll say a difference of opinion on how this topic is going down here okay oh (laughs) yeah uh our first episode was top 50 stables in wrestling history no, oh, no, I'm not going to list every video game in history, although I do have them all in front of me. I'm going to gloss over, and we're going to talk about the top ones. We may have to throw in some shitty ones, being like, did you do this one? Because that was a bag of ass. Because it did play a couple of them where you're like, oh, God, I don't think I'm getting my money back on this one. This sucks. And we all know, I think, what was it, WWE 2K20, 21? Whoever had Glitchfest, that one, that, yeah. God Damn, I loved watching the videos, and I was like, I am so glad. I don't even have a system that can carry this game. (laughs) The new one is actually pretty good, from what I've seen. Oh, I was going to say, did you get it? Well, we all know we're also waiting on AEW Fight Forever. So that's another big reason I wanted to talk about this. We have high hopes for some wrestling games coming at us. Again, I'm going to be talking about the top video games. Also going to be throwing in a couple of bits and notes here. Did you know the very first wrestling game was in November 1985 on regular Nintendo NES and it was called Muscle Tag Team Match? Ah.
1: Wow. Like the muscle figurines? I,
0: yes, the M U S C L E yeah. like it, I used to exactly those
1: those things were awesome.
0: Yep, and it was the first video game and then it followed along with Micro League but then in 1989 WWF had WrestleMania, which a lot of people remember. It's the one that had Hogan on the cover, uh, ripping his, his shirt, you know, most popular one back then.
1: Yeah, that, there was an arcade game of that in our uh, local bowling alley. We used to play that all the time after ah, bowling.
0: Very good call. They did have that. Um, the, actually, they also had WWF Superstars. That may be the one you're thinking of, because that came out in May of 89. Of that was the first arcade wrestling video game.
1: Mm.
0: Same concept, same thing. I think they just had two different names. One was for Nintendo. One was the arcade version. Gotcha. Um, WCW got in the mix in 1990 with their WCW wrestling. And then you had WWF WrestleMania Challenge in 1990. That was my first Nintendo game. That was my first wrestling one where the cover was... Had like five guys. Hogan was in the middle, and then in like in the center, and then four other guys around. It was like big boss man, Rick Rude, Ho, uh, Savage, and I think Warrior, something to that effect. Of those guys, and it was awesome because the whole time they just played eight bit music over the background while you were wrestling, <laughs> and it's and it was everybody's entrance themes as you're hearing. Um, then let me ask you: Have you ever heard of a Commodore sixty
1: four? Yep. Can you explain uh, what the hell that is? Uh, Commodore 64 is a computer. It, yes,
0: I like it. And WrestleMania Challenge came out on that. Uh, they had one in 1991 that came out. And then WWF Superstars came out on Game Boy. I had a Game Boy. Did you have a Game Boy? I sure did. Absolutely. I you have all oh, I know. Uh, and, and then you know WrestleFest became a big one in
1: 1991 at arcades. Yes. That's, that's yeah. the one. I, yeah, that and WrestleMania, the arcade game. Because you're right, WrestleMania was the, 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 the uh, console game, but then there was WrestleMania, yep. the arcade game. Uh, so that and WrestleFest were the two that I definitely remember playing in the arcades. Great games.
0: And there was a handful of other ones that came in towards the end of the 92 and 93 era. Uh, for me, where they started to really kick into different stuff was uh, Sega Genesis' first one was Royal Rumble 93. Now, I remember that was a big one because it was the first time you actually had Royal Rumble matches on, you know, in a video game style. And I was like, "Who has this Sega? I got to get around. I got to play that game because I didn't have it. I had just a Nintendo. Did get the Super Nintendo down the road. Um, and then on regular Nintendo and Game Boy came out King of the Ring, capitalizing off the pay-per-view just earlier that year for the first one that Brett just won. Uh, WCW did main event in 94 on Game Boy. Never played a WCW game in the early 90s. I didn't get into them until way later. So I don't have a whole lot of experience as to how some of the WCW games played back then. Mm -hmm. Probably like a lot of the WWF ones. Yep, same here. My life was changed on Super Nintendo, Genesis, Game Gear, and of course Game Boy. But I had it on Game Boy and Super Nintendo. WWF Raw My life was effing changed And it began with Oh my god I missed that I missed my Game Boy I'm not gonna lie I had a lot of great <laughs> games on there <laughs> um, Then in 1995 Came out something that I introduced You to uh, personally on the side ODM and I'm gonna talk about it now In a thing called Extreme Warfare This is a booking game that's strictly for PC where you have actual names, and uh, like real wrestling names, and it's a database, and they have the companies that they work for, but you yourself can make the trades and make your own promotion and have your own uh, feuds, everything you want to, and it's grown throughout the years. I have the 2020 version, and I feel like I'm actually running a real goddamn wrestling promotion. It's kind of a, a so, little too much. It's, it's a lot of work. So
1: when... Yeah, so when we were when you mentioned that to me, when we were doing this list, I remember you talking about one. And that's it. What is that called again? Well,
0: this one is called Extreme Warfare. The one I do is uh Total Extreme Warfare, T E W. TEW, T-E-W twenty twenty. It is a son of a bitch to play. But it's it's kind of fun too, if you want to well, lose hours yeah, to and hours of your life.
1: <laughs> I have enough things to do that with this podcast included, so. Fair enough. Um, So after that,
0: one of my favorite ones did come out uh, on Saturn as well as PS1, In Your House. That's the one where WWF was like, okay, we're going to get zany as shit. The King of Hearts, Owen Hart, is going to have a giant king deck card that he beats the fuck out of you with it was like mortal Kombat meets wwf at the time which was different and it was in your house it wasn't in a regular wrestling arena different fun meh but for me wcw did have a really decent game on ps1 which was wcw versus the world this had it's one of the more underrated wrestling games i feel like of all time The amount of championships that you have or can create. But they actually have guys from all over the world. And I'm talking like real wrestlers from Japan, Mexico. But you also have the WCW guys on there. You got both versions of Hollywood and Hulk Hogan. You have the Outsiders, Sting, Eddie Guerrero. But then you got, again, all these Japanese wrestlers. It's like a wet dream of a wrestling game. Plays like meh, but it's 1996. It's exactly what you thought you were going to get with the game. And then... Also, at that time, since they were making that on PS1, they made, which a lot of people probably remember playing, WCW vs. NWO World Tour, which was strictly for N64. This was the time where four controllers was a big thing because of GoldenEye and games like
1: this right here. Yeah, this is one that I had. I think we had uh, both World Tour and Revenge. Revenge uh, came out just the next year. Thank you. I was going to yep. say that's coming
0: up right now. Yep.
1: And I always remember it was weird because to do the finisher, you had to hit a button and move the analog stick towards him, and it would do this weird grapple and then set it up. Um, I, I, I used to love playing that. I played a Scott Hall all the fucking time on that game. All, oh, yeah. All the
0: time. I was a Sting guy when I would do a WCW game. Um, actually, enough. Eddie Guerrero was a lot. I, I did a lot, too, in the WCW huh? versus the World because Frog Splash. Um. Right before that, Revenge came out, WWF came out with Warzone. They had a couple of strings of of some games that were really, really good. This was on PlayStation 1, N64, and Game Boy. WCW followed up in 98 with Nitro. I think Nitro was decent. It was on N64, uh, PS1, as well as the computer. It was decent. Same with the one that followed up, which was WCW Thunder. I think they were just every wrestling game at that point. They were all pretty much cut, copy, paste. I, I feel like everybody's working at the same companies that were producing games. There was only so much you could do graphic wise, also. Right. Um, Attitude came out in 1999. That's where things got a little bit of a different change for WWF. And then Mayhem came out in 99 as well. One I do remember playing, a lot of people playing, was on N64, WrestleMania 2000. It's another one that Mm -hmm. was just as big as uh, those other ones. In 2000, ECW said, well, we're going to throw our hat into the mix. We are doing Hardcore Revolution. And that was their first one that was on PS1, Dreamcast, N64. Um, So it took them a little bit of time compared to everybody else. By the way... I can't even begin to tell you the amount of games I'm glossing over. I wish I could give you a full amount. I think it was something like nearly 200 wrestling games altogether have been released in history. So, just be glad I'm not listing every one of them. (laughs) I only have one thing in 400 pots. (laughs) That one's for you. Um, Where were we here? So, oh, now this one, I'm not going to lie. This was a big one. I remember it coming out, and I remember taking time off i'm like 90% sure i even faked a sickness and didn't go to school when smackdown came out oh my shit it just I, it was just a great game it, it, it which one know.
1: in particular did you like
0: this is the first one this was on the uh, the first one that came out on playstation 1 um 2006? after that wait no 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 we have plenty of there that we're going to get into this is just regular 2000 smackdown oh, regular wow. okay this, yep um then if you had a dreamcast they also came out with royal rumble 2000 ecw had another game anarchy rules in 2000 wcw backstage assault i remember a lot of people playing that one n64 and playstation 1 Uh, i actually had a buddy that played it i never played it um, but a big one that a lot of people loved that everybody i think talks about to this date if i am not mistaken as one of the biggest stepping stones if you want to make a game no Mercy 2000, which was on N64.
1: So you nailed it. That's the game that AEW is trying to basically replicate. That's what I thought. Got to be honest, never played it. I
0: never had an N64. Yeah,
1: I mean, I had an it. Well, yeah, we had an N64, but I, yeah, we never had that game. Yeah,
0: it's funny if I had a chance to play N64, N64 I was like, "Where's Golden I mean, that was yeah, just exactly. the go-to. It was the it was my favorite one. Um. But SmackDown 2, Know Your Role came out November. I remember this came out the day after Thanksgiving, November of 2000, and so yeah, we're talking Black Friday. And I mean, I remember getting it during the daylight, and all of a sudden, I walked out of my bedroom and it was just pitch black. Like the whole the day was gone. Like I just was just in there. But it was the first time they had Hell in a Cell, and Know Your Role had the fist, the fist that you were able to jump off of on the stage. It was. You want to talk about a game that like took over my life? Know your role was that. Yeah. That, now there
1: was only you know again so you know there there's a lot of SmackDown games. Uh, there totally. was one that I fixated on. Uh, we'll get to it when we get there, and if not, I'll touch on it afterwards. No, fair enough.
0: Uh, that Extreme Warfare game I talked about, the PC booking game. They did another version mm-hmm. in 2001. Uh, they have multiple versions, basically. Really, just every like four to five years, they kept updating it with the wrestlers. But the thing is, is that they never get rid of the older database. So I could have Bruno nice. San Martino taking on Brutus Beefcake if I want to for no reason. And <laughs> that's, that's China is the special ref. It sounds like it's a money maker already. Uh, SmackDown, just bring it. It was the whole reason I had to buy a PlayStation 2. God damn it. Because. I was trying to have every wrestling game and I was really into having all the WWF games and then they came out with Just Bring it on PS2 and well, I had to get it. Uh, then in 2001 they came out Legends of Wrestling. It was a really good it was a good it was a good concept, but it was a dog shit game. Absolutely horrible. Now I will say a couple years later, now that's 2001, I believe in 2002, yes. November 2002 was Legends of Wrestling 2 better but what i loved is that on a playstation even with just two controllers you could do four versus four in a survivor series style match and it didn't bog out or run like everybody was 90 years old in a nursing home (laughs) you know what i'm talking about when you play money in the bank in any 2k game nowadays with more than six or the six people in it it's like everyone runs very slow or does their moves really slow this game ran pretty decent. I was actually a pretty big fan of Legends of Wrestling 2. Uh, SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth, came out in 2002 as well. Now, okay, did you ever play so, Def Jam Vendetta? Oh, okay, go ahead.
1: No, okay, so two things. Def Jam Vendetta I've never never played. Uh, but it is definitely, if you, go, if you just Google top wrestling games at any time, you're going to see it on probably every list. Very close to the top on a lot of them. Um, it is
0: what Shane McMahon tried to do during the pandemic. What was that underground right uh, fighting bullshit oh, thing fight that they the had? Raw underground. Uh,
1: that's yeah, exactly raw underground. what yes. this is like. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, great praise. I've seen some clips. It looks good, especially, you know, the graphics for the time. What I was going to talk about real quick was Shut Your Mouth. Uh, Smackdown oh, yeah. Shut Your Mouth, because that's the game that I have. And as a matter of fact, I still have it. And through the power of editing, it will be in my hand now. So as you can see... My copy. Damn. SmackDown Shut Your Mouth for PS2. I don't even know where my PS2 is. Great thing about this game was I hadn't been watching wrestling in a while. So I was seeing names that I hadn't heard, like people that I can't think of right now. Randy Orton, John Cena. Hadn't heard of these dudes at this point. How about the guy in the cover, Brock Lesnar? (laughs) That too, yeah. So this, like you, usurps so much of my time. I made several wrestlers i made oh, yeah. a giant i made a giant guy that kind of looked like brooklyn brawler and i called him furious george <laughs> <laughs> i get it but i'm going to wager that if i open this my booking papers are going to be in there oh no shit
0: i think we all had these too god damn look at pieces of paper yeah. coming out right now
1: <laughs> i mean there's uh i
0: had my does that say joe was... rizzo wwf champion
1: no of course not there was odm though i think he was a, a champion <laughs> yeah Pretty that's that yeah so i
0: like it i i actually uh when i played Baseball games or football games, I would have a whole piece of paper listed with all these, like, created names or whatever. But, like, they were, like, really horrible names, too. Like, what was the... Joe Mama. uh <laughs> Big-ass dude. Just fucking dumb names. But, like, I would also I make some them extremely weird shape. You know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Sure. Create a wrestler in, like, 90% of the games that I had. If it was an option, by the way, Done. Totally oh, one of the things I liked, going back to WWF Attitude, you could create a pay-per-view. You uh, go and list like eight matches or however many you wanted to do and just play them in order. So you could, if you have a whole bunch of people over and you're all wanting to plan out a whole bunch of matches and go, it's a smart way to go. I think it's, they, I they don't do that. You don't, can't just put together a whole card. You can, you can like in uh, the career mode sometimes, but not right. as much. Right, yeah. But I you're know, only limited you to but do you want to do it on Raw or SmackDown, or do you want to delete yourself to go all the way, or skip to go to the pay-per-views? That's what I don't like about their career modes. They're eh. Right.
1: No, fair enough. Okay, yes, you can't
0: do it in career mode.
1: Yes, you are correct. Um, But skipping ahead,
0: GameCube had WrestleMania 19. 19- oh, shit, I got to go back. Oh, my God. I can't believe I almost forgot this. So, not only did we have the Def Jam Vendetta. We talked about, uh, was it Know Your Role? Or Shut Your Mouth. Yep. Okay. In between there, in 2003, WWE came out with, I think, one of their most underrated games of all time. And I don't give a shit if everyone thinks I'm the worst mark in the world. It came out on PS2. And as I'm just learning, it came out apparently also on GameCube. And I thought when I lost my PS2, I lost this game forever. (laughs) And I have a GameCube. It's WWE Crush Hour. You are going to take wrestlers, and they all have their own demolition monster truck. And it's Mm. all like them so like Kane shoots fire big show is a giant fucking monster truck like in the rock has just whatever everybody has their own version but you do games like capture the flag or bumping into somebody you're getting 10 kills it's kind of like a little bit Pissing of metal. like yeah exactly it's awesome i absolutely love the game and when i lost my ps2 i was like ah, that's gone man i'm never gonna be able to play that again because I did have a PS3 that you could play the PS2 games, but then I lost then, I can't use that anymore, yada, yada, yada. But I found out it's on GameCube, and I have one of those, so my search is going to begin. I can't wait to get back into Crush Hour. It's a ridiculously dumb game, but it's funny because as you hit someone, if you kill them, yeah, you smell what the rock is cooking. You know, if the rock kills you, it's fun. I love it. You'll rest in peace. All right. Owen says something like, Ah, catch me. Um, All right, so let's get on to the next game. (laughs) Uh, On Xbox, WWE had Raw, and then in 2003, they came out with Raw 2. I remember that one had Triple H and Scott Steiner on the cover. Mm. That was looking up. Yeah, right. Um, Backyard Wrestling came out on PS2 and Xbox. It was called Backyard Wrestling, Don't Try This at Home. It's exactly what you think it is. And I I have to at least bring this up because it is partially wrestling. In 2003, MTV put their name into the game with Celebrity Deathmatch. Had their own version. Even had some of the wrestlers on there like Austin and Rock because they had been on the show previously. Smackdown. Here comes the pain. Comes out in 2003 on PS2. And again, you know, a whole bunch of random games throughout the time here. But... Uh, Day of Reckoning came out on GameCube in 2004, and then the very first ever, this is where things took a change. We stopped having SmackDown games because we ran out of names. You had Know Your Role, Shut Your Mouth, Here Comes the Pain, What's Next? So in 2004 comes SmackDown vs. Raw, the very first one. Um, I want to let you know that pretty much any game that I am mentioning right now, also pretty much I've had, especially the WWF ones. I mean, I was especially if it was a PS2 version. Um, And by the way, I'm skipping now that we're getting into this generation. I promise you I'm skipping every game. That's a mobile game. Do you have any idea how many ridiculously amount of fucking mobile
1: games are out there for wrestling? I didn't even know this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know for certain, but I'm guessing it's a lot. You want me to list them all? Nope. Nope.
0: On Xbox, WWE did have a thing going for several years where it was like WrestleMania 21, WrestleMania 22, WrestleMania 23. It was just kind of a smart idea, I guess. Um, But then SmackDown vs. Raw 2006, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, same games, you know what I mean? They're all kind of becoming the same thing, just different character change out. You do have a little bit of... uh, Storylines that are a little bit different. I will say the storylines back in the earlier days way better than what you have now. Nowadays, in the last several years, it's recreating history. They're like, oh, you got to make Owen Hart beat Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10 to move on to the next match." I saw that, man. Can I recreate something here? I don't want to do that shit. Like, it's I, I get it. It's nice. It's fun, but eh. Like, I, right. I, there was one of the years it was like doing all of Austin's career or John Cena's career. I was like, I lived it and watched it, man. I I bought the game because I want to make my own career. Anyway, uh, much how WWE did the WrestleMania games, New Japan had theirs, and they have Wrestle Kingdom 1, 2, and 3 out there. Uh, You can actually find them on PS2. So, again, throughout the mix, you have all the SmackDown games all the way up to 2009, but TNA did throw their name into there as well, like I said everybody else is doing, and they had TNA Impact. Mm, 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 The only thing that came out of this game that was decent was they made a character in there called Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> and then, one day, Creative was like, I don't have anything that we could do. Wait, 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 didn't we make up a little Spider-Man gimmick guy on our game? We could do that, right? Yeah, where's Christopher Daniels? Let's put him under a mask for fucking two years. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. It, TNA's games were all pretty much the same. Pretty much dog shit. You had to cross the line. TNA Wrestling, TNA Impact, they were all pretty bad. Um, Legends of Wrestling came out on PS3, Xbox 360. This thing had so much hope. And then when you got to it, the guys were... Everybody was on steroids and looking huge. They all had tiny little legs Huge giant bodies. It just. It was like Street Fighter almost. Yeah, it was like not. It, it, was it fell short of the options it, it could have gone with. Um, And SmackDown vs. Raw keeps going all the way into 2011 until we finally get WWE 12. I think they, they were like, I think that we've run our course on the versus game. And they get into WWE 12, then they have WWE 13, and so on and so forth. Until taking over into 2K, which I would think is about 2014, I believe.
1: 13. There was a 2K. 13.
0: 13. Okay, so they only had two WWEs. One WWE 12 and then 13. 13, I was a fan of. I will say I just got done. I'm about to completely, you know, say I'm a hypocrite over here. But I did like the recreation of the Attitude Era that they did on WWE 13. It was like, three years worth of stuff to go back and do. I mean, anything from, like, New Age Outlaws to Triple H, Foley, Taker, all the guys, and it was kind of fun to go back and do it. It was reminiscent, and I was like, I feel like I'm playing WWF Attitude right now. It's kind of... It was was nostalgic to play that version. Uh, Other games actually kind of got into the mix, by the way. I know I said I wasn't going to mention them, but there's Booking Federation, Booking Revolution. There's a bunch of different booking games that are out there, but the biggest one that is the most popular, used, and still going today, again, is TEW, which I had already mentioned earlier. So we do have 2K13. We have 2K14 that comes out. And actually, it, if you did uh, remember, where is it here? Oh, oh, I, sorry. Page just kind of turned on its own here. 2K17, for me, the last one that I have. I have not purchased a WWF game or WWE game since because cut copy paste cut copy paste it was all every game was just a couple different rosters right and once i've already downloaded my 100 well i can't i can't transfer all these over to everybody else i'm just going to leave them here and i'm going to play this game forever best decision i've ever made
1: yeah i agree with you so i have 16 and 19 and i think those are some of the best ones in that series uh, same thing though uh, my my old consoles I think those are uh, PS3's or maybe on the PS4 I don't remember I think they were on the PS4 uh, but my old PS4 is shot so I can't even play them anymore which is why I go digital now <clears throat> so you don't run into that problem so yeah, I haven't gotten one since 2K19, uh, and I'm probably not going to buy one until AEW comes out. Uh, I'll let it come out for a couple weeks, maybe a month before I buy it, check out the reviews, watch some gameplay footage, make it a decision, yeah. and then go from there. But I would like to buy one soon because I do miss the a Wrestler, you know, kind of building out your own thing and just doing that. That's what I'm interested in. I want something where, like like TEW where you can do all the booking, but then something where if you want to play a match, you can play a match. Or if you just want to sim it and just watch it, the computer play, you can do that too. So,
0: I may have told you this on air, off air, but I'll just repeat the story because it's quick. Uh, my, my buddy, Brother Marty, he, uh, <laughs> ever since any game, like Attitude, all the, those games, and you could create a wrestler, he has one guy that he's had. And I, I can't remember the name right now off the top of my head. But it's been the same guy, and he used to be a high flyer. He's like a Jeff Hardy. And as he's gotten into the later years, he's just a submission wrestler because he can't do that kind of stuff anymore because he's too old. As he got older, so did his wrestler, but it's the same guy every time, and he just makes him a little older every year. I'm like,
1: that's, that's awesome.
0: commitment, and that's goddamn awesome.
1: <laughs> Long-term storybooking. <laughs>
0: All right. For real. <laughs> um, you know, and it's funny you brought up AEW Fight Forever. That is coming out very soon. Uh, we do have, you know, the most recent WWE game that came out, was in March of earlier this year, which is 2K22. Next game out is set to be AEW's Fight Forever, um, as well as there's going to be a thing coming out called Virtual's Basement, The Wrestling Code, set to come out in 2024 on PS5, Xbox Series. I've never heard of it. And then also in 2004 will be Ultra Pro Wrestling, also to be on PCP. Uh, not that kind, Uh, the Xbox, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Switch. Never even heard of these two last games, but they are on the way out soon. So I thought that was kind of good to know that we do have some more wrestling on the way. I think Fight Forever has a lot of uh, hype to live up to. Way too much expectancy. Everyone is, like, again, you're you're focused on No Mercy, so it's yeah, you got to, jeez, it's it's a lot of pressure. What I've seen, some good shots, but mm. you could doctor a shot to make things. Like, that every video shot I've ever seen never looks that way in a game. Even the back footage, they're oh, like, there's always you got to slide into home.
1: Yeah, not actual gameplay. <laughs> Anytime you see a video game trailer, just look at the bottom. It'll say not actual video gameplay. Well, I, do they expect video game people to read? Because
0: I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, man. That is the end of our segment for the top topic of the top video games in
1: history. Um, yeah, did we gotta, name we all the ones about, that you? We covered all the ones I have, but we got to talk about the worst wrestling game ever.
0: Yeah, you did mention to me that you have the worst wrestling game ever in mind. And I got to be honest with you. I mean, shit, there's a lot to choose from, but I'm
1: excited to hear. I'm wondering if it's even on your list. The Go ahead. Simpsons, what year was it? The Simpsons Wrestling. I, you know what? I didn't, again,
0: I said uh, there's a lot of different versions out there. There's, look at, man, there's names out there of things I didn't say.
1: And you're right. Simpsons did it in, what, 1998? Sounds about right. I want a copy somewhere. Don't remember where. It's the worst game. Like, nothing happens. Like, you. Bis- you have to mash buttons and hope it does what you want it to do. It is the worst game ever. It might be the worst game ever, let alone wrestling game ever. It was yeah, naughty. it did come up on
0: my list. It was, uh, I it, 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 I had it set to actually bring it up because you being a
1: Giant Simpsons fan, um, there's a lot I'm of random bringing it ones. up because it's the worst. It's the worst game ever, let alone wrestling, right. which makes it the worst wrestling game ever. Well, it,
0: it, noted. I'll never play it. Now I kind of want to a little bit it. just to see what it's like.
1: <laughs> no, you don't.
0: Well, next week, we have one of the greatest movies of all time. It stars Christopher Lloyd, The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan. That's right. Can't wait. Movie of the week next week. We got that and so much more. We'll be talking the Monday Night Wars. And, of course, Tiger Queen will still be a bitch. I guess I, uh, we'll find out. Maybe we'll see if we can stable up on your account and we'll just say... I'm here too. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the professor. I bid you a farewell. He is ODM. It's been two and a half hours. He's got to take a piss, and he's leaving us with five words.
1: I'm not watching Suburban Commando.
0: Yo, I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm just a touch too high. Here we go.
1: You think you're what? A touch too high. Oh. <laughs> just don't overdose. Yeah, well <laughs>
0: You may have thought he was dead. You got an <laughs> ate up everything in your fridge. <laughs> <laughs>